Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. And joining me, as always, is my brother from the same mother and father. Give it up for my bro, and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. It is I, it is he, it is me, Alan. Tom, how are you today, brother? Brother, I'm very good, but I'm going to ask you to move your mic away because I'm, I'm deaf in my right ear now. Was I a bit loud, was I? Just a little bit with the intro. Well, that's okay. It's going to be a good show then. Because we huh? all know you've got, <laughs> we all huh? know you've got delicate ears now, and uh, that's all coming of age. What's going to happen to you when you become a woman? The transition process has begun. Hey, is there something you're trying to tell us, or are you... Don't take my hair at all. Yep. No, please don't. Please okay. don't. No. I was actually going to do this episode today with my hair out because I've been burning it up quite a lot. And I, you know what? You know, I've got to start wearing it out a little bit more. But I thought if I did that, you would turn your camera off. So No, you do you what you would like to do. But yes, as understandable, I will probably turn my camera off and walk away. So you could be able to do the show by yourself. You can hear the clicking of buttons of me playing Fortnite or something else. Or you're L, are you watching this show? Are you enjoying it? I'm just like occasional clicking of noises, probably a, a, maybe a burp or a fart. You know, he's still there. He's still there, guys. And he's still there. Believe. And then you'd come in and go, "Shut up!" Every couple yeah. of minutes, shut up. Every couple yeah. of seconds, idiot. Well, bro, I'm actually going really good. And guys, it's uh, a Sunday, oh no, Saturday night here in Australia, and uh, we're just a week after SummerSlam. But we thought, well. You know, let's do a SummerSlam. We haven't done a SummerSlam in a number of years. The last one that we did was SummerSlam 1998, where we did our SummerSlam selection poll that Alan thinks I... Uh, what What do you think I do, Al? What? Uh, you rigged it for us to do 98. And, uh, and if you don't believe me, he does, guys. He rigs the polls. This is when we used to do polls, when we used to go to you, the listeners, the, the followers on the Twitter and all the other platforms out there and we went to you and uh yeah i i was led to believe that um the uh 
the uh, vote was rigged. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, that's what he did right there. He's a liar. He's a cheat. And yes, that's right. He is a cheater. And he played with the pose. And that's why we lost. I will say one thing, and this is just something that I just discovered that I didn't even know occurred. The episode before that, where we did talk about what SummerSlam we both would have liked to to win the poll, I actually said 98, which was like, oh, wow. And then eventually it did win. So maybe the listeners wanted to give me what I wanted to do. So maybe it wasn't a rigging of a poll. They simply thought, hey, let's support Tom's idea to do you know, 98. You've got Austin, you've got Taker, you've got Rock Hunter, Ladder Match, MSG. Let's do it. So that's what I think would happen. Possibly, possibly. Or you've just made thousands upon thousands of uh, Twitter egg accounts and they were just like, um, vote, uh, vote, uh, vote, vote for the 98. And that show, guys, goes for 12 hours. Yeah, I think it was our longest show of all time because we decided to go, hey, what? SummerSlam's happening this weekend and so is NXT TakeOver. Let's preview those shows for an hour and a half. Hey, wait. We've got a companion to do. Maybe we can start that now. It was about like an hour and 30 minutes uh, into the actual first minute. We didn't even talk. We didn't even start. We didn't even press play. It is no. a kind of, a, it's a show that you can put on for a very long ass drive, but we're not long, allowed to do long ass drives anymore down here in, the, in Melbourne, in Victoria, because everyone's got the bloody COVID. Yes, uh, as Alan and I discussed last episode and the episode before that, we are still in lockdown in our state of Victoria. We actually live in Melbourne, which is one of the cities within Victoria, and the numbers are continuing to rise, which is sadly you know, affecting many, many different families and communities in our state. But once again, I was actually going to pop over to your house and pick up Far Cry New Dawn, but then I thought, is he in the 5Ks? And I thought, no, he's not. He's about eight. I'll have to meet him at the park or something. Yeah, nothing sus there, doesn't look sus at all. Two bearded <laughs> plump gentlemen down at the park going, you want to exchange one video game, please? <laughs> oh, it's okay, officer, we're brothers. Aren't you out of your 5K? No. Run, Alan, run. I can't run. <laughs> you fucking idiot, I can't run, I'll die. Shit, you dropped the disc, girl, pick it up. Oh, you dropped the pants. Oh, shit. No, I was actually thinking about doing that, going, hey, bro, do you have, do you still have my copy of New Dawn? Can I come and get it? What's what's the middle ground for us? Meet you at the cinema. But I thought, yeah, no, they're probably closed too. So, yeah. Well, everything's closed, bro. Everything's closed mm. down here. We're under lockdown. That's what's going on. Everything's in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And I think for us, what we, I think last show, we talked about how I was vaccinated, and I think now you're all fully done, aren't you? I am fully vaccinated. Uh, last time we spoke, it was probably a week after the show uh, mm. aired. I um, <clears throat> went out with my partner and our brother, Brother Nathan, who is in episode three of the broadcast. You can only hear his voice. His voice is not ours. <laughs> Great editing back in those days. Uh, so, yeah, we all got, all three of us got it done. Oh, including our sister, of course. She was there. But, um, yeah, <clears throat> kudos to us, I must say. We're doing our bit. Mm. And then about a week later after doing it, some dickheads went out and had a big rally and said, this is not right. This is not, this is like prisonership. This is not even a bloody Australian. I am hurt and I am offended that I need to stay in lockdown. No, I won't get the vaccine. I don't know what's in it. I'm scared. 
but I'm allowed to go out and do what the fuck I want. So fuck you, Dan Andrews. I don't need to listen to you. Oh, no, I've got the COVID. Now I'm fucking dead. Please, someone give me a bed. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's all I can say to that comment is yes. And one thing uh, I was yeah. going to ask you, actually, really quickly before we actually announce the companion, how did yep. you feel after the second vaccination? Because I know that's the one that they say people feel unwell. How did you go with number two? Um, I had uh, pain in my legs, like the lymph nodes in between my thighs. Mm. I had some feeling in my in my arm where I got the injection did swell, but not that bad. Um, I was very thirsty. I had the mm. dries like no tomorrow, so I was drinking a lot of uh, soda water. I was drinking just plain water, tap water, all that jazz. Um, ginger ale helped a lot too, and I was just tired. And uh, I'm normally because thanks to COVID, of course, my sleeping pans all been effed up. You know, I normally will probably start gaming around about ten thirty, and then next minute look over and oh look, there's the sun, and I'm like, oh god, I've got to go to work. You know, I am still working, gang. Thank goodness, but um. Yeah, it just made me tired. It just mm. put me, the, it knocked me on my ass for about maybe a day or two, and then I felt good. Yeah, I never asked you. How did you go? I was the other way. I got sick on number one. So the first vaccination, I got a really like I had a bad back from a fall that I had at the house here when I was doing some work around the house. That got even worse after the vaccination. Like it was heightened. My back was so tender. Like couldn't sleep properly. Number two, I was like waiting for something to happen nothing i didn't get a sniffle didn't get a sore bone sore back anything so i'm like okay is it actually am i meant to get sick is there something happened here and then my wife was the same we both got sick with the number one but not number two oh, um, that's good but yeah. it seems to be what they're saying in the state there's a high percentage after the second one that's where people got sick because i spoke to dad and mum a couple of weeks ago and dad said that mum had a pretty dizzy spell with the second one she did um, yeah she, which was shocking she, she, oh, well, jesus she had a bloody fall but she didn't want to tell anyone that's it. That's our mum. Oh, I don't yeah. worry about it, mum. You had a fucking fall. You look. Your face looks like you got punched in the face by Mike Tyson. Yeah. Nah, I'm all right. Mum, your fingers bent the other way. Yeah, that's all right. She just cracks it back to normal. <laughs> Mum's bred hard. That's her. Thing. Yeah, don't worry about is. me. I'm okay. I'm fine. Mm. But how are you? Have you eaten enough? Mum, look at the size of us. Okay, we're fine. <laughs> Maybe you should go for a walk. Well, I'll, go meet Tom at the, I'll go meet Tom at the park. Just with an overcoat with video games in the pocket. What you need, man? You need video game? <laughs> Why you got no pants on, Elle? Well, it's hot, mate. It's hot, mate. I wear <laughs> pants. I, I'm that type of guy that wears pants in the heat. I love it. Yeah. You know, bloody jeans. I've got nothing to show this. I mean, I used to have really good legs back in the day. I used to have horse legs. Then I got, you know, relaxed and I found KFC and McDonald's. <laughs> now you're that horse in the back of the barn that doesn't walk a lot. Just yes. sits in the back there. <laughs> he doesn't do much. He's going to make some great glue one day and some perfect dog food. Alan. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I make that joke every year. Down here in Australia, guys, we could have something called the Melbourne Cup. And the Melbourne Cup is like the the, the, the race that stops the nation. Everybody mm. bloody watches. This is when all the protesters come out and say, this is... Um, against animal cruelty. This is animal cruelty. Um, you're hurting the animals. You're hurting the horses. You need to stop, man. And, you know, and then that's where people go out and get 
majorly fucked up on drugs and alcohol and and they just go squatting in the bush and they get into a fight with your mate because you drank too much Bundy and you put on little nice fancy hats and you got a nice jacket, you go wear <laughs> shoes with no socks and you look like an absolute tosspot. But it's a good night out, it's a good day out. But it stops the nation and everyone watches little short men called jockeys and they climb on giant horse beasts and they <laughs> ride them to the to a finish line and they beat them with a stick. And if the horse doesn't win, they kill it. And they take it to the dog food factory and they take it to the glue factory. It's fucking terrible. Mm. Australia. There you go, mate. We, we should just do an episode on Australia one day, Al. Just... Oh. <laughs> we can tell some interesting stories. We could. I think that might be a nice little Christmas special. Listen to Australia. And you know that's a bloody lie. You're talking about broke hearts. My uncle's brother and cousin told me that it was all real. It's not true. You used to need to listen to me. We're ready to go. Yeah, okay. I think I think I'm smoking too much. <laughs> I always know when you go like, all right, now. When you there. see me start looking at the notes, it's the okay. the, the, the conversation's got to move on. Yeah, yeah, we've been going how long now? Bloody only 15 minutes. Hey, read that back up. Well, this is Wrestling Companion number 70, guys, and as we touched on at the very beginning, we will be doing a SummerSlam, and if you check out our socials, both on Instagram and on Twitter, which is The Brocast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, we announced on Friday, meaning yesterday in Australia, that we are doing SummerSlam 2011, which took place 10 years ago, guys. And I watched this show uh, both this morning and also last night to finalise it. And so many of the wrestlers there now are in other companies. Some recently debuted in other promotions other than World Wrestling Entertainment, which we will talk about in some detail. So if you have your WWE Network and want you to load up SummerSlam 2011, but before we actually hit play, guys, we want to give a shout-out to two great podcasts that we support, and we want you guys to support them as well. And here are their promos. In a world with two brothers, six bottles, and endless opinions, comes a comedy podcast tale as old as time. The Half Hour Bros podcast has been hailed as so funny, you have to hear it to believe. Join Kurt and Tom as they talk beer, reviews, and the world as they see it through their slightly drunker eyes. The Half Hour Bros podcast is streaming on almost all major platforms. Half Hour Bros Pod for the Twitter and email halfhourbros at gmail.com. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. All right, guys, we are back. Do you have your network ready? SummerSlam 2011. Alan, could you read us out the little bio if you can there on your side? SummerSlam 2011, the biggest match in WWE history when two WWE champions, John Cena and CM Punk, battled to become the undisputed WWE champion. The rivalry for the world championship between Randy Orton and Christian reaches a boiling point in a no-holds-barred match. 
Could you give us our countdown? All right, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to press play in five, four, three, two, one. And side note, looking at this too, <clears throat> we didn't get the actual WWE disclaimer. You Good. know, that usual WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. And it was a cold open too. We actually didn't get any uh, promos. I think it comes after the the uh, anthem that we get here at the start. Yes. From Tool. One of the lead guitarists of Tool. That could have been my hairstyle, guys, if I decided to wear my hair out tonight. Look, if you really want to, bloody do it then. All right, just get it over with. No, I've got to take the headphones off. I've got to readjust the mic setup. I ain't going to do that. Okay. Sing it, Tom. Uh, Australia's all... I mean, sorry, wrong song. Yeah, well, okay, good try. Thanks for <laughs> trying. Oh, Canada. I don't know. <laughs> A home in native land. I could just imagine you. Like, you're that guy I know at the footy. I, I think you would be him <laughs> at the end of the anthem. Gun the bombers. That's, you're that guy that shouts out that first big voice you hear after the moment of silence during an anthem. You're that one guy that shouts it out. Gun the bombers. Yeah, that is me. I am uh, a very avid down here in um, in down here in Australia. We have Aussie rules football, and I do love the bombers. There's mm. yes, and the teams that when people think, what type of team do you go for? Uh, the bombers. The bombers. What are they? They bomb on people? No, 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 mate. We don't do that. But there was a couple of years ago where we got accused, and we actually got called out for doing uh, steroids enhancing drugs, mm. and it was called peptides and that really ooh, at that time the slogan was um, whatever we can do or no it was like whatever it gets or something mm -hmm. just something like that and yeah I think it was whatever it, it takes that's it whatever it takes yeah. what did you take we took some pills and put it up our asses <laughs> and then you know most of it we got we lost our um, losses and we got some things taken away from us as well too and that is the song right there and one thing I'll say too, I remember Essendon Footy Club like lost so many subscribers too, like members, their membership like solely declined with people revoking memberships and yep. even over the last few years able to build that back up. But um, yeah, interesting. And here's our open. But in a great, in a great thing too, the Bombers are in the finals, but I'm not going to ask about your boys counting because, you know, how they, how you say they uh, suck at a dick. Well, I was going to say, I went to the shops today to buy the weekly shopping for the family, and I saw the Herald Sun paper talking about the final series, and I'm like, what? Are we in the finals? And then I thought, wait a minute, yeah, it's September. Like, it's coming up to September soon, and I'm like, One where is, where has... But I thought, we when... We will remember. I don't have, like, free-to-air TV or Fox Sports or anything like that, so I don't even watch the AFL or get even updates. I don't even watch the news. So I would have no idea what the top eight are, who's in the top eight, what the quarterfinals will be, and I'm, I'm just thinking, okay, I'll probably just watch the grand final when it happens and just join that way. That's all I have is free-to-air. I have just mm. free-to-air. I mean, I have a couple of streaming services, but when it comes down to it, I don't have any of what everybody else has. I'm, just, mm. I'm happy with the couple of channels that we have. And, uh, yeah. So we've got an opening package here talking about the upcoming matches here. And you are not wrong wrong when you said there are a couple of superstars 
on our very screens right now that are in returned and they're at return to other companies as well too. Mm. We look at the two main events, what Randy Orton's still going today, Christian yes. Cage, AEW, current Impact Wrestling World Champion. Yes. John Cena just come back, you know, you know, gone away for a little bit. And CM Punk, you know, breaking down that wall and coming there into AEW recently on the debut episode. No, the second episode. I think, was it no, was it second? Or the debut episode of Rampage? No, second Rampage. episode. Yeah. Rampage. He yeah. came out and <clears throat> spoke. It was fantastic to see him back in the wrestling ring. Mm. And then we have Triple H. I would imagine how he feels right now with the uh, changes of NXT coming and happening. Yeah. But it's funny because, like, you know, TakeOver was really successful. And good shout-out there to Samoa Joe becoming NXT champion. And also the only person to be a three-time NXT champ. Really, what is the plan? Like, they're kind of keeping it really close to their chest around what NXT will look like. There's talks of it being completely rebranded back to developmental. Um, but you know, there's so many rumors out there. It's like there's so many other podcasts and websites covering it. I'd rather just hear their take. But again, some of them are really mixed and divided. So, you know, until we hear it directly from the company, I want to hear it from that source and say, what are we doing? But of course, yeah, yeah. What's this? Uh, Soylent, Soylent Green? No, CeeLo Green. Soylent Green. Soylent Green. Soylent Green is people. No, it's CeeLo Green. That's whoosh, whoosh, right over your head there. That's to any of our movie buff, also wrestling lovers out there, if you've got that joke, uh, cheers to you. And Tom's just an idiot. I'm just confused about that one, Al. You'll have to explain that to me. It's a, it's a movie reference from a, a very old movie from back in the day. So uh, the greatest people. I don't really have time to explain it to you. We're watching a wrestling podcast, so let's enjoy that. <laughs> I was about to say we were going to get the pinhead Pete Kawasara story if you continue much longer, and I'll be the entire pack review will be finished. So how about you just yeah. suck a dick? <laughs> <laughs> I hate Michael Cole this time. Yeah, I was about to say we're kicking it off with Alan's favorite wrestler of all time and his favorite announcer of all time. <laughs> look at him! Look at him! Yeah, and they did well. I, and at this time in 2011, I wasn't watching much wrestling. I had a lot of personal mm. shit going on in my life. But I cannot stand when the Miz came on the screen. I'm like, oh, I just want to turn this off or, or walk into the other room and do something else. And then if Michael Cole was on commentary, because I think he was on both shows, I think, Raw and SmackDown, I just mm. turned it down. I just turned it down, could not stand the man's voice and how much he just loved, sucked the teat of Mike Mizanin, you know, just mm. loved him. Just well, the, well the, Miz, the Miz was world champion at the end of the previous year because he won the 2010 Money in the Bank, cashed in on Randy Orton in November, I think it was November, and became the uh, WWE champion. But he also defended the belt against Joe the King Lawyer in a TLC match on Raw, which yep. Michael Cole helped Miz retain the belt. That's right. And then that, Jerry Lawyer and Michael Cole had a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Cole got the win. Mm. And he was dressed up in the full wrestling headset and all those wrestling tights and stuff like that. Yeah. That was the one when Miz was champion against Cena and The Rock hosted it. That sucked. I hate that one. Uh, And And we might do it. 
Well, if you think about it, like 2011, 2012, and 2013 were all built around Rock Cena because, you know, they first crossed paths at that year's WrestleMania. WrestleMania, the following year, they went one-on-one. And the year after that, they went one-on-one again for the world title. So That's right. This and is our truth during his conspiracy time here. This is the whole little Jimmy, the whole little Jimmy conspiracy theory against me. And yeah. only a few months earlier, took on John Cena for the WWE Championship at the one and only WWE Capital Punishment pay-per-view. Yep. Yeah. Dilo Green. I think Don't he also performs me. tonight. Does he? Yeah. He's in jail now, isn't he? Or has he done some time? I think he got in, t- he got in trouble. Ooh, I don't know about that one. I'll have to have a look at that. Yeah, because he was in the Hotel Transylvania first movie. Oh, was that him in that one? Oh, okay. Yes, he plays yeah, the... I remember how they switched it, but I didn't know that was him that was the actor. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something happened. Something went mm. down. I'll, have to, I'll check it out. But I, I remember hearing something at this time. And it's Alberto El Rio. Look at him. Look at that yeah, car. Yeah. got a Ferrari here. He's got a Ferrari there, mate. Can you still... Can you roll your R's? Have you been practicing? <clears throat> Go. What do you want me to say? Uh, Del Rio. So, Del Rio. <clears throat> okay. Alberto Del Rio. Wait. Alberto Del Rio. I can't do it, Al. No, no, my mouth won't do that. Wait. I'll leave it with my lips. <laughs> Alberto Del Rio. I can't do it. Fuck it. Oh, my God. You suck. <laughs> That actually hurt my neck. I don't know why my neck my neck. That hurt my neck. Oh. I don't know if it was a punch from God for doing try having an attempt then. I don't know, but yeah. I'm sure she's very upset with you for doing that. Alberto Del Rio, eh? So he won the money in the bank the previous month because Daniel Bryan won the uh, SmackDown one. And yeah, Del Rio won the Raw one because this is around the time where the separate brands had their own separate champions and briefcases. But what happened after tonight's show, this was the last time that you had separate brand pay-per-views. Yep. Um, they decided to come as one unified company. So every month, as in, you know, pay-per-views that followed after this, Hell in the Cell, Survivor Series, were all cross-promoted instead of being single-branded pay-per-views. So it was his... Uh, Saul and Green was uh, put on a Twitter saying he was uh, accused of sexual battery. Yeah, okay. Getting up to some naughty business and being a cockhead. So when, when was the what was the timeline that you're saying there? This recently? April. <clears throat> this year? Of 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is fresh pawpaw. All right. No, but the rape and battery that that took place on sorry on August thirty first two thousand fourteen. Right, so three oh yeah three years after this event then. Because I was going to say you don't hear much about him now. No, I think he's sort of um, been uh, forgotten mm. for good reasons. So Booker T, Michael Cole, and the King as our announcers tonight. I love Booker T as a performer. I do not like Booker T as a commentator. Sorry. You don't like his uh, ducky ducky quack quack Ducky thing? ducky quack quack. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy for him to be on the pre-shows. Hmm. 
because then I can also walk out of the room and walk away from the television when Booker T starts talking because he is just what I need to say. You know everything about when the, with the match tonight between John Cena and Roman Reigns. I need to be on the camera a lot of time. Where's the camera? Where's the camera? It's over here. It's over here. Oh man, there it is right there. I'm going to talk to this camera, but I mean over here. And again, he just needs that time. And you're looking at like Charlie's like, let's go, let's mm. go. Come on, we've got we've got 20 minutes, and then you've been speaking for nearly about 15 minutes. That's what I'm going to do right here. And did you notice too, like around this time period in 2011, this is where he was doing the clucky, you know, the, the clucky, clucky, quack, quack thing. But now he actually has animations on the pre-show where yes, he, he actually says it. You see the two ducks come in, and I'm like, what? I'm like what the hell is this? What, what are we doing? I got a catchphrase. I need to say it. Oh man, it's Ray Mysterio, the world's yes. greatest dad. So we got some six-man tag team action. Uh, we've got Alberto Del Rio, R-Truth, and The Miz taking on the team of the former WWE champion, Kofi Kingston, also uh, former Impact champion, Johnny Nitro, or John Morrison, and former, uh, what, WWE champion, uh, Rey Mysterio. He actually lost the belt, I think it was about two weeks before this event. Yep, because again saw in that it opening, in the opening package. <clears throat> yeah. And actually defeated The Miz to actually become champion. It's funny, too, because people say, like, you know, they felt like it was a really short reign because he literally won the belt and lost it in the same night. Rey Mysterio. Yeah. He did. He did, because John Sanders came out and he goes, you know, uh, and again, Rey Mysterio said, I'm a company man. I'm going to, my boss tells me I need to do it. I'm going to do it. And the chorus of boos Mm. throughout the night um, to John Sanders when he beat Ray Ray. Oh, boy. Mm hmm. Not a lot of happy people that night. And what they just announced then is tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw, the winner of Punk Cena tonight will take on Mysterio for the championship tomorrow. Again, so he gets his rematch clause that way. Kofi Kingston here. Was this when he was he dropped the Jamaican accent? Uh, I believe so. Good. Yes. Okay. So this opening contest is 9 minutes and 40 seconds. I think when when we have CeeLo Green performing later on, we might talk a little bit about SummerSlam 2021. You know, some of your views on that, what stuck out for you, um, and how how do you think the event went? Sure, sounds good. A ducky ducky quack quack here, listen to me, I'm Booker T. (laughs) Oh my God, the height. The height that the Miz had on that one. I like uh, Kobe Kingston's trunks on his knee pads and on on the back is sort of a um, Stormtrooper style of First Order from Star Wars mm. on him. Well, usually so, Mania and SummerSlam is the event where people really, you know, change up their attires. You know, yes. Rey Mysterio will do like the Flash or, you know, the Phantom Cosplay. or different characters, yeah, Joker and things like that. <clears throat> And side note, looking here when I watched this yesterday, looking at Morrison and Miz facing off, they recently broke up on Raw. I was about to say the same thing, you mm. know. The moistness is over. Yeah, what the hell was that? I did. I haven't watched Raw recently. I'm Raw readers, and then I watched it that I'm like moist TV, and I'm like, even the writing moist is like a dripping, yeah. Because over there, currently right now, over in, <clears throat> in the states, it's mm. um, it's hot weather. 
it's yeah, summer. summer. It's piping yeah. hot, and I think that would we're bringing back the moistness. Yeah, and some people hear that word and it's very cringy. I work with mm. a lot of people who hear that word and they go, "Please stop. That is enough. I do not like that word." What and, about uh, you though? Do you have problems with the word? Nah, nah no. I, I find I find it hilarious. I like to walk into a, a room, a room of crowded people, and just go, moist. Take a bow and walk away. <laughs> I was going to say I do lots of baking, so I'm used to saying when I say this cake is moist because when I'm cutting it out of the tin. So, yeah. Yeah, but you get looks. <laughs> this is in my house. <laughs> you walk into people's houses. <laughs> I made a very moist cake. Why are you in our house? Um, hey, hey, mate, it's all good to go. I put my finger in it. About moist, <laughs> and then I went in for a third time. Put my whole fist in. What do you want? Do you have a good day? I got still some of my. Oh, oh, oh. oh man! Just you know that. I think it. that word doesn't make me cringe at all. I just go, okay, nah. it is what it is. So it is what it is. And I was also looking to like looking at this ring, like how many world champions I could see, like R Truth, former yes. NWA TNA champion. Everyone uh, was John Morrison, Impact, and Lucha Underground. Yes. What, you got Miz, former WWE champion, Kofi Twice. Kingston, former WWE champion, Rey Mysterio, Twice. world heavyweight, and WWE. And Del Rio was a former, I think, two-time world champ and maybe two-time WWE champion in his yep. tenure as well. Yep. And there, was there a, a dark match before this one? I'm just going to look it up. Yes, there was. There was a dark <clears> match before this. The Dolph Ziggler with the Vicky Guerrero defeated Alex Riley. Well, that match was actually supposed to be on the card because it was for the United States Championship originally, and then they Ooh. changed it to just a singles contest. I just noticed that we have uh, on the card tonight, we have one, two, three, four, seven matches. Mm. This is short. It's good. Yeah. Well, you think what most day one or night one is usually what nine to ten? Jesus, Kofi, that airtime. I know. Look how much he flew there. That was fantastic. He's looking real good tonight. Yeah, Booker T. Ducky, quack, 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 quack. Did you hear what he just said though, Booker? Before this is before the tag. He says, "Looking at Miz coming out tonight wearing that jacket, it looks like some character from Lord of the Rings or something." <laughs> what? Where I, in Lord of the Rings do they wear that jacket? I don't think I would see that in Lord of the Rings. It's more like uh, the what were those movies with uh, Mel Gibson and uh, it was set in the apocalyptic future down here in Australia. Oh, uh, Mad Max. Mad Max style. Mm. Yeah, that's what something you would wear. <clears throat> you know. I'm talking on, about a Mad, a Mad Max inspired game. I would recommend a game. I don't know if you've borrowed it yet from me. Is Rage Rage Two? I have a t- terrific haven't. game, dude. Really good. Fantastic. Good, op- good, awesome. good open world dystopian future game. Some great oh. like really good game. I love that. Look at that. Oh wow, Del Rio. But you look he at just... that move. That margin of error on Kofi. Like if yeah. Kofi didn't tuck that neck, that's over for him. If he didn't tuck back, he could have got hurt. Yeah. Oh my god the hell was that now listen to booker t what he believes he names that move so he tries to figure out what it was right all right have you got subtitles on listen to what booker says when he describes the move here here we go 
<laughs> a modified DDT. How was that anything like a DDT? It was a modified cutter. Yeah, I would say it's more of a cutter. Yeah. Maybe you should maybe you should tweet him. I'll write to him. Big long email. No, tweet him. Say, Mr. Hoffman. Excuse hey, me. Hey, at Booker TX five time. Just wanted to let you know that I'm watching SummerSlam 11 with my brother Alan. I have tagged him too. He's the tag. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the tag. He's got the tag. And we wanted to say, you said at the, let me look at the count, uh, 20 minute mark. Sorry, I'll write a new tweet because I've got normal characters. It's a thread. Um, at a 20 minute mark, you said it was a DDT. It wasn't a DDT. It was a cutter. Yeah, I've been blocked. Damn it. <laughs> no, I get, I get blocked too because I'm in the fucking tweet with you. God damn it. Oh my god. Yes, my and god. uh what, talking about uh Twitter, we've got some recent followers that I've been sharing with you on recently on our WhatsApp chat. Scary stuff, guys. Let me just load up who they were again, guys. Go for it. Go for it. Where is my notes? So we recently have been followed by where is it? Uh Brian Clark, one half of the chronic tag team from WCW checks this that's, out. That's crazy. And he uh, uh he tweeted one of our tweets, did he? That's crazy, or he retweeted? Well, no, we got tweet, we got retweeted by Joel Gerther from ECW. The stud muffin. Yeah. The squidgered sensor stud muffin. Joel Gertner. And we also got Ryan Parameter, who's also one half of the tag team, The Ascension. I know. Also follows us now, too, which is cool. That's very cool. Oh, geez, what a clothesline from The Miz. Took off Kofi's head. Here's a question as this one's going to come to an end. Good what, what would you think about WWE introducing six-man tag team titles? WWE? Yeah. Or wrestling in general? No, we're just thinking, like, well, what's your view on them? And do you I think love... WWE would do it? WWE? No way. Because it's mm. a southern thing. And yep. uh, NWA <laughs> did it. Jim uh, Crockett Promotions did it. Uh, WCW did it, but um, you were going to say um, ROH does it. Yes, they do. Yeah, ROH does it. Um, but WWE would not do it. Mm. No way, Jose. Um, I think it'd be great. I, I, I would. Again, what is it? Um, AEW that people are always complaining that they've got enough titles. Mm. Why don't you introduce the six man tag? It would be great. There's been rumours about it, calling it the Trios Championship, like facing their own, you know, AAA and MCLL, but there has been talks of a Trios belt, you know, potentially coming there for like, you know, think of a team like Jurassic Express. Yes. You know, you've got people like, what, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt, you know, they could be a championship reign. Maybe Neville and Lucha Bros could potentially have a reign. So that's why I mean, AEW, AEW have a lot of six, uh, three person teams. Mm. Or maybe, or maybe more than that too. Um, but yeah, they could do it. Um, I think one of the most, um, when I think of six man tags, I mainly think of Dusty and the Road Warriors from back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Yep. Or the Freebirds. I was going to say Freebirds with the Freebird rule, but that time all three of them had to compete. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Again, that means just, when, when the tag titles, like, you could do it maybe if the the new day was still together, but that would have you would have thought that would have been the inaugural because they're like the top yeah. main you know three person team. Watch Kofi Holy shit. Look at that man! 
Love it. Oh, 69. I fine. The old Hulk Hogan pin. <laughs> yep. Yep, that is the whole... And he would sit right on that, on that chest. He goes, you, yeah. you right there, brother? Take it. I'm going to jump the thermos on your face. Check out this awesome replay when they show the highlights of Morrison jumping out and Kofi's leap. Like, this awesome. really... He, he jumped massive, like, at least 12 feet in the air. He got Jeff Hardy high. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Jeff Hardy getting very high off pills. <laughs> and then walking out to take on Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him watch his corkscrew. Look at that, man. Over the top rope. Look at this height. They see me jump in. Oh, look at that. That's like off a steel cage height. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, even booyaka, though it's sad, booyaka. it's sad about the whole Jeff Hardy thing, we should probably do that show anyway, just to watch it. And point and laugh? Sure. No. <laughs> Let's make fun of him, Mel. Let's make fun of him. Let's make fun of a drug problem. <laughs> hey, Tom, did you tag him yet? Hey, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Blocked. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, shit. But there's people out there on social media that tag someone just to get a negative response and get blocked and show the blocking. Like, yeah. I'm proud I got blocked, mate. And I'm like, right, okay. Speaking of road warriors, Johnny Laurinaitis, the brother of one of the road warriors. I was going to say, I can't see his frisbee there. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and his parachute pants that were bright green or bright pink. Yeah. And he hasn't got a mullet and he hasn't got frisbees. He's not coming out to the ring with children. And he's also what the, uh, he's married to the mother of the Bella twins. He is. So for some time, he had John Cena as a son-in-law. Yeah, and Daniel Bryan currently. He has got the, the American Dragon uh, as his. And it made me think with, like, Daniel Bryan, you know, leaving the company recently, it's like, that would have been quite awkward. Like, he wouldn't have called Daniel, but <laughs> Daniel's telling him, actually, I want out and I'm leaving. So it's like, oh, okay, there we go. I would imagine... Johnny Laura Nice would have been okay with it. He would just mm. go, Yeah, I think you've done enough. You can leave now. Good luck. Just look out look after my daughter. So you wanted so uh, what John wanted an apology from Cena because on the contract signing yes. on the roll before this, Cena went to oh no, Punk went to kick Cena, accidentally hit John, and now we're getting the first interaction between these two. And the reason why this is interesting was they haven't been in contact for quite a while. And she's talking about how the pipe bomb that he did a few months ago, declaring that this company would be better once Vince's die, or Vince McMahon dies. But again, that Stephanie Hannah would take over. And if you think about it now, in this current context, he really wasn't wrong. What he, he was wasn't saying. wrong. Yeah. If you think about it now, and I like he sort of dropped the. Uh, he said, "I am mm. not the voice of the voiceless now. I am." Uh, I have something that because people have a platform to speak now, and I don't, I don't feel comfortable that now wrestling is a place where you can, he's in a company where you mm. can speak your voice. Yeah, I love that last line, man. It's so good. <clears throat> and she even stares, looks at her hand, and goes, "Yeah, true, true." <laughs> <laughs> Smells her own hand. Hot tub. <laughs> oh, there's a little bit on the. <laughs> Woo! She's, that's somebody's mum. 
okay? That's enough. You just... That's, that's, much, uh, that's macho, I mean... That, you want to go down well, that path, do you? I didn't sign anything. It's, it, that's a macho man. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ, Tom. Look at Booker T just staring off, doesn't know what to say. I don't know what to say anything for me. <laughs> Seamus and Mark Henry. Oh, man. What did we do wrong? Did we do something wrong? Why are we getting this match on the pay-per-view? Yeah, good question. It's a pretty quick one. I think it's... yeah, Actually, no, it's nine minutes, actually. I thought it was about That's six not minutes. quick at all. What did we do wrong? Hmm. Well, this is really pushing Mark Henry as a major heel on SmackDown because, again, he was... Well, really, after this event, he entered the title picture. He, he wasn't a world champion at all at this time period. This big win over Big Show, he was pretty big for him. Um, and this was the one that really pushed him up into title contention. But the idea being that Sheamus is in this feud because he wants to end Henry being a bully to everyone on SmackDown. That's right, because at this time, Sheamus spoke about growing up he was a chubby kid, and he mm. got bullied quite a lot. And he was saying that I'm standing up for everyone to the bully by punching him in the head. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> what? Why is Kane looking scared of Mark Henry? Come on, back in the day, he smacked Mark Henry in the head with a wrench, for f's sake. Or was that no? Sorry, that was Vader. That but was again, Vader. But again, yeah. he might have done it. He probably came after Mark. Oh God. Jesus, mate, just crushing those legs. He's laughing. Kane's laughing. Mm. <laughs> I love the pain. It's such a Vader maneuver too when you look at that, isn't it? That splash. Yeah, but Vader would do it for real to hurt you. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I didn't mean it. Leon, Leon, please. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't. What the? I didn't mean to laugh at you. Oh, you're going to get it then, smack. And I didn't wash my ears, so you get to smell my dirty ass. He was a scary dude, though. Like, I've been watching some old WCW Saturday Night. His wars with Cactus Jack, man. Like, powerbombing on the concrete and just, like, holy crap, mate. The punches in the head, in the head that I, he used to do, <laughs> they were legit bombs. You're like, bro, I know you, it's real to you, dammit, but you're hurting peeps. Yeah, and I think I touched on it in one of our old episodes where I actually watched the Sunday Night Heat last year where it was Edge versus Vader on a Sunday Night Heat when Edge was, like, just debuting. And about halfway through the match, Vader starts dropping those bombs and Edge is kind of like, what the... And then Edge reacts dropping bombs back. And then Vader's like, okay, is this what we'll be fighting now? Or And it's like, it started to get a bit blurred. Like, are we getting to shoot now? Because these guys are really slugging each other. Maybe it was just Vader's style of going, hey, um, this is, you're a young guy, I'm going to show you the the proverbial ropes of how it's going to be a professional wrestler, and then it's just like, fuck you, I'm not taking mm. it. But it was also at the time where, like, Vader was on his way out. Like, he wasn't on the pay-per-view, he was on the heat. Like, he wasn't wrestling on the show. Pissed Vader, off already. Yeah. Vader should never gone to w, uh, WWE. Nah, yeah. He was a monster in WCW. He was a monster in Japan wrestling, mm. uh, but he should have never gone to the World Wrestling Entertainment. Did not do him any justice, didn't do him any good. And for some reason, why he was teamed up with Jonathan Coachman and Goldust against Batista for some reason, just makes me think, what the F, bro? Mm. You know, 
there is no need for your big man to do that and he was considered a monster in yeah. Japan like again he he did some big things over there you know he did some controversial things as well too but he was just a dude that could have lived over there and be considered a god mm. and well I think too like <clears throat> when I think now if someone said think of some memories of WWE what he did I remember the Sean match but that's really all. I don't remember a lot more. I don't know if he was the one that got the kick by Chuck Norris. I don't know if that was him that got the kick. And Taker was at SummerSlam. But I'm like, I don't remember much about Vader. You know, I remember him falling over with Goldust and Ghostman. Everyone went, yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember anything else, really. There's nothing there. Well, like I said, the, the wrench in the head by Kane. Mm. And yeah, he... Again, he didn't really have a good name in the back, too. Yeah. But, um. But you think of his was what? Ric Flair, Cactus Jack, Paul Orendorf, getting him a big right hand backstage there. And, yeah. He stomped, on, he stomped on his head in flip flops. Mm. Flip flop. A half naked Mr. Wonderful Paul Orendorf <laughs> with muscles on his arms, muscles on his legs, and probably muscles on his dick, stomping he, with flip flops onto Vader's head. And Vader going, I can't, don't stop, stop, you're hurting me. <laughs> well, Tony Schiavone on the side, look out, guys. <laughs> Just standing back here. Standing there with his moustache going, mm, there's a muscle cock there. Lois, I'll be home soon. I'll be home <laughs> soon. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful Muscle Cock. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just, um... Jesus Christ. And we got one of the, um... Anderson, no, not Anderson. Sorry, we've got one of the the referee is Armstrongs. Thank you, Armstrong brothers. <clears throat> yeah, I was about to say with all those punches, uh, Armstrong, are you going to step in, or you're just going to oh, let no. him just continually assault him with these power? Moves? I would say they're more forearm shots, and forearm shots are allowed in wrestling. You know, you can use your forearms, you can use you know sort of open hand palm and stuff like that, but if you use a fist, only John Cena's allowed to use a fist, though. And you have to spin it around like a power move, though, when you do your punch. I know, you're going to go, oh, you know, you, you've <laughs> got to be like a character out of um, a bloody um, Drag Ball Z. Just super, that, su- super Saiyan, hair goes all fire and just big yep. punch. I loved it when uh, Mark Henry and Seamus were out. Michael Cole immediately got up and hit behind uh, Jerry Lawyer. <laughs> and again this is the time where I hate Cole but he did a good job of being the I, I never thought of him being a heel um, commentator because mm. again he's the, the guy who's the, he, <clears throat> he knows everything he gives you the backstory. Um yes he doesn't really have a lot of chance sadly because again he came up after JR and everyone's mm. like well, why are you here we don't want you here. We want JR back. He's like, well, I'm, I'm here now. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. And he's still going. Well, he credited JR as being one of his key mentors when he was on yes. the mic in those early days. Like, you have you have JR in the Beyond the Mat film telling Cole what to say. Yes. And you yes. see it on the video footage. But, yep. um, but I think he actually turned heel when the NXTs happened, the one where The Miz was the coach, and The Miz was the coach of Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And he was on that, and that's where I think he loved Miz, and that was the way, well, let's make you really praise Miz, hate on Daniel Bryan, and then we'll start painting you as this heel character. I think in the 2012 and 13 
uh, WWE games, the Michael Cole that's commentating is a heel. Hmm. And I just can't stand it when he was on there because if you have a match with Daniel Bryan in it, he says he just pretty much the whole match is just bagging the shit out of him. Hmm. And um, even though it's kind of hard because in the 2013 game, he's a I think he was a face, no, he was a heel. So you got heel Cole bagging the shit out of heel Daniel Bryan. And it's like, come on, guys, count the balance here. But again, <laughs> These games are, uh, they're made like years in advance, like months in advance before things can change in the, in, with storylines. Oh my god, I thought he was going to hit with the power bomb. Oh, backbreaker. Like an outsider's edge style. Yeah, look at that. I'm just talking about WWE games. Literally, just before I came in here, my son asked me, can we download Battlegrounds? And I said, go on then. Because we got oh. it for free on PlayStation Plus like three That's months right. ago. And I thought, yeah, go and download it then. And I thought, I'll ask Uncle if he knows anything about it all. I've got it for the Switch. I think we spoke about this before on the um, on this as well too. It's okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's what, just very... over the top and kitty and... Well, not... It's, it's fun. It's mm-hmm. that type of fun game if you're going into it. If you're a small kid and you enjoy brightly colours and stuff like that, uh, oh my God, oh, you missed it. Uh, if you enjoy that type of stuff, yes, it is a lot of that. Um, there's a lot of old school stuff in it too. Like you can be Hulk Hogan when he had the NWO gear on, or mm-hmm. Razor Ramon as as Razor Ramon, or Scott Hall wearing you know being the Chinko. Um, Scott uh, was sorry, uh, Kevin Nash as Diesel. So it's That's a lot. Cool. It goes. So it goes back in time and lets people go, oh, yeah, do you remember these guys? But I think the audience they did the games for was for young people. Mm. So pretty much that age between maybe, I say kids who play mainly. I think it really came out mainly for the Switch, I think. I know it came out for the PlayStation and the <clears> Xbox <throat> yeah. as well, too. But it's that type of style. I think between, like, 8-year-olds and maybe 13-year-olds, maybe, maybe, maybe a bit lower, they enjoy it. Mm. I played it a few times and I'm just like okay I'm I'm good yeah I think there were only about 15 gigs I think to download so it wasn't it's a big small. game it wasn't a big it's game on the console and I kind of thought okay well you know I wonder how Jack would go or is it me is it like a dad and Jack game like it's not something that we play no, together yeah, two player or you could do two player You can. Mm. there is multiplayer um, but knowing your son he's probably been playing videos games since he was about what knee high to a grasshopper mm. so he's He's be, he'll be able to bloody do it. You know, okay. he's like my son. You know, they're very adaptable sponges yeah, no. when it comes to gaming. Well, he used to play 2K19 quite a lot. So. There we go. Yeah. Um, when it comes to sort of, I know your son likes the creative wrestling type of style. It's mm. in it, but it's not to the extent of like, you can't go online and download different calls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you won't okay. be finding that in this game. Yeah, he said what, to me, oh, can I play it tonight? I said, no, we'll go to bed. Tomorrow morning we'll get it all together and we'll play it together. Because I thought we'll download it. If it does, we got a lot of space anyway on the console still, and I thought I'll check it out then. Because we never bought twenty because we were kind of over the glitches and didn't want to check it out. But it seems like twenty-two I think is coming out November I think, this year. But it's only probably got about two wrestlers because everyone else is gone. But um, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Watch, uh, <laughs> they're going to have an NXT. Um, uh, was it roster? But it probably have about maybe one or two wrestlers allowed on there. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I hope they do? This would be fantastic. Just thought about them. If they do 
an empty arena um, style. Mm. So the back, in, so you can actually have like the small screens. You can go to the arenas throughout the whole game. Yes, you can have ones with crowds, but can we please, for the love of God, I probably don't know if they won't do it, but just have an arena with back in the day what, what we experienced last year. Oh, the Thunderdome. Thunderdome style. Yeah. <clears throat> but before the Thunderdome, before the little camera, the little mm. um, screens with little Chris Benoit's on there and clan members and um, you know other people from history so they were horrible people you know can we have that please mm. already I've, I think they probably would put the uh, the Thunderdome in I know Impact for a while when they were doing their shows decided to literally tape Impact Wrestling with no one there like yeah. no there, there was that's no right. Thunderdome or concept it was just the ring and that's it the referee the wrestlers and the announcers and it was weird because it's like there's no cheers being added in there's no boos being added in the heel would act heelish, the face would act like a face, but there was really no other footage they showed here. Um, very similar to... What's this spot just here we're coming up to, you guys? We're nearly actually at the end of this match. Oh, my God! Yep. Um, I think those guys up the front, uh, are they actors? Yeah, I will say one thing when I was doing some research about this event. A lot of those guys are developmental. Stars, yeah, I was going to say how they're... The one there, you know who that is standing up? Who? Joey Ryan. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. He's really over in the acting. And he hasn't got his penis out, so... <laughs> and supposedly, they were saying that the boys and girls marked out backstage that he oversold it all, like by putting his hands up, jumping up and down. Yeah, he but covered his um... mouth and went, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. I was, look, that's Joey Ryan, is it? Yeah, and there's another camera angle that shows him. They called it the Kevin McAllister reaction because it's the hands to the side of his face screaming out. I yeah. was about to say, oh, wow, oh, what? Count out. Yep, on I pay-per-view. On pay-per-view. <laughs> people, are, people are paying $40 for this to watch in their homes for a count out finish. I watched the show, I think it may have been a WCW, I think towards the end, where both the co-main and the main event were count-out endings on a pay-per-view. I'm like, you guys are forking out all this cash for your co-main and your main event to end in a count-out <laughs> or a DQ finish. Uh, was this the going towards the end of WCW? Was this like the day of it? Yeah, it was. Okay. Nine, this was 99, the new version of the NWO, where it was the yeah. Wolf Pack and Hollywood merged back together when Hogan was on top after the Finger Poker Doom. Yeah. God, that was... Look, off the... Off the post. Oh, shit. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at him. He's dead. Oh my god, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm just looking Jesus, for mice. I'm looking for children. And I think oh, one god. of them, I think the one behind, he looks like him, but I don't think it is. It looks like Eli Drake, the one behind Joey Ryan, which is the guy that's on NXT now. I think that's Eli Drake there, who's uh, LA Knight on NXT today. He recently had what... Uh, he lost his million-dollar championship to uh, Cameron Grimes at TakeOver with Ted Biasi involved in that one. That's right. Good God, Josh Matthews. How mm. much uh, How much tannish do you want? That's like Triple H. WrestleMania stuff. Oh, boy. Look at this creepy little bastard. I did I not really, like Christian I've, I've at always, this time. No, man. Heel Christian. I love it. I Hate. love heel Christian. Love it. Oh, 
such a creeper. It's because I liked it because it was so cringeworthy, though. Like, he was a heel that was trying to be heely, but came across so awkward. Like, dude, I'm not scared of you. Like, you're not scared of this heel. He's just a guy that cheated his way through everything, but really played on it really well. He does good. He's done mm. good. And my God, he's still going today. Yeah. You know, the current Impact Champion being Kenny Omega, which I'm very happy to see. Mm. Omega gets the shit kicked out of him. It's always good. Puts a smile on my face. What did you think? And I heard a bit of mixed, you know, online that people are saying, oh, you know, should have Impact Wrestling had their belt defended on the debut episode of Rampage or should that title change happened at Impact instead of being on Rampage? But then I thought of one thing. More people are probably going to be watching Rampage that week than watching Impact Wrestling that week. So if you want eyes on Impact, how many times they would have said Impact Wrestling on that Rampage show a casual fan will go, what's Impact Wrestling? And then they start watching it. I yeah. can jump on yeah. Twitch. I can watch it for free. Oh, okay. This is awesome. This is great. Mm. Exactly. Justin Roberts, dressed like a Bond villain. <laughs> oh, here we go. And, we and talking briefly, I was actually keen to check out his book because remember you and I talked about it off the mic a couple of months ago. I do want to check it out. Uh, I've got the audio book of it and it, he reads to us and... uh the guy does like to talk about himself. Right. That's a big moo he wear in. All right, we talking um, SS? Yeah. 2-1. One, just really one thing funny. As I watch this, the other, I'm like, this look seems familiar with the long, what you say, the moo that he's wearing. And I thought, I just kept thinking in my head, Macho Man Randy Savage, though. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. Yes. Is that the look he's going for? Is classic Macho Man? Or did he just want to wear the moo for this one? Forget you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> well, he actually sings about three songs, so we've got about eight minutes for this one. Well, so I've got, the, I've got the card in front of me. Um, me did, too. Uh, first of all, did you watch SummerSlam? You know, well, did you up, watch it live or later on in the day? I watched it live. I was up early in the morning to watch it on a Sunday morning down here in Australia for us. Uh, they at nine o'clock start. So I was up. I had my breakfast and uh, sat down with a big cup of coffee and watched some wrestling for probably about started at nine and I think it finished around about half past one and I mm. hardly moved from the couch my son did tell me often sitting on the couch for too long if you watch wrestling your eyes will go square was that what he said yeah uh-huh. I said you need to leave or you can watch wrestling I'll leave and he left I was like okay now I'm going to watch this by myself like a loser <laughs> get out son I'm watch- my eyes are going square because I'm watching the square circle help 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 can you, get you? Some, you can get daddy some chips? No, no, too early. <laughs> Did you watch it live? Um, I watched it live, but I lost... I had to go to a couple of work meetings, I think, or something at the halfway point. So I jumped on Twitter for some of the matches and read them that way and then just watched the ending. But we kicked it off, guys, with the RK Bro, Randy Orton and Riddle, defeating AJ Styles and Omos to become the Raw Tag Team Champions. We did. Sorry to interrupt, but we also, before that, on the pre-show, that we watched Ducky Ducky Quack Quack, <laughs> it, we had Big E take on Poor Man Corbin. He's now Rich Man Corbin. Happy, yeah. happy Corbin. Yeah. And I'm very bummed that Corbin has uh, shaved off his hobo beard, and he's happy now. <laughs> I liked him when he wore the same shirt with the um, fecal matter that it might have been on there. I don't know what it was. 
or some type of food substance. But yes, Big E got the win over Baron Corbin. But yes, the RK Bros defeating AJ Styles and Omas, which is a match that you and I did a um, I think it was a prediction tally that we did together. Yeah, just a prediction tweet. And I got that one right, guys. Tom? Yeah. It did not. That's one <laughs> well, for me. At the very end of us talking about this SummerSlam card, I will go through what the end result was. All right, <laughs> with cool. The, with, with the prediction tweet. Um, match number three was Alexa Bliss defeated Eva Marie with Dewdrop in three minutes and 50 seconds. Didn't watch her, it, so I wouldn't know. Her name is not Dewdrop, okay? It's Vipper. That's the girl I know. No, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. yeah, okay, from NX, uh, from UK NXT. No, yeah, what is it? Is it, is it? is it Pip Piper? Piper yeah. Vippin or something? Yeah, Piper Vippin, that's her name. Yeah. And, and I like that, that she's got this dewdrop. <laughs> but she left it, but she left uh, Eve Marie at the end of the match. It was good, and hopefully she will be doing something better um, for the coming up. So looking at my notes, she's known as Piper Vivin, but yes. she was also known on the Indies as Viper. As well. Viper, yeah, yeah. That's how I know her because I follow her on Twitter as well. Uh, Damian Priest, thirteen yes. minutes fifty seconds beats Sheamus for the United States title. Good matchup, good. I would say. Yeah, really it enjoyed it. It's good. It, Sheamus lost his uh, face protector, and uh, yeah, it's good to see Damian Priest getting used and winning mm. a championship belt. And strange note too, like it's almost a year to the day that he became North American champion. He, I think he won the belt at the takedown before the SummerSlam last year on the main roster this year, United States champ. And he was one of those guys where after the whole thing at the, with WrestleMania, what's the celebrity that he had with him? What was that fellow's name? Bad Bunny. Yeah, I thought he would be on the cut list after that. But the great that he's actually still being used now. And I think there was a couple of roles where he wasn't being featured, but great to see him in the title picture. You're just dancing, are you? What are you doing? Getting down to that because I just realised that the Bellas and I think it is Alicia Fox and like the other woman with the black hair, Rosa Mendes. Rosa Mendes, yes. Yeah. Uh, next matchup, the Usos defeated the father and son Ooh, team so of good. Ray and Dominic Mysterio in ten minutes fifty to retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Happy with that one. Good match. Good match. Uh, what now? Here's the one I want to know your your view because we kind of had a bit of a discussion about this. Originally, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair was scheduled. Yes. Sasha doesn't compete. They bring out Carmella as a potential matchup, and now yes. comes the man. Mel, she's back. I was very happy to see the man return. Um, a people love her when she came out, but then she also cut a promo on SmackDown this morning, mm. and it makes people think like, oh, oh, you know, she's a heel. Guys, she's like the Stone Cold Steve Austin of women's wrestling. She's mm. a, a neutral heel face. Does not care what you guys think. Mm. It's, that's, what, that's what type of um, wrestler that she is, and that's her gimmick. I was very happy to see her return and win the championship. Kind of a bummer for Bianca Belair because they build her up, 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 up. Mm. And then 26 seconds later, they yanked it off her and the returning Becky Lynch yeah, she is like uh, sounds horrible, but she's like one of Vince's girls, just like Charlotte is. Mm. And I do, and I was very happy to see her return. And I think too, like <clears throat> it was a it was I would say a divide 
pro Becky. People love Becky. Becky's back. Becky's champion. But then the ones who were really feeling for Bianca, and I want to say, I said this in a few tweets to people, guys, it's a story. The story has to start somewhere. You think of Daniel Bryan, right? World heavyweight champion. Sheamus beats him in 20 seconds at WrestleMania. They would go on next month to have a feud, two out of three falls for the belt. Yep. So they're, they're telling a story. And if you watch SmackDown, I think Bianca's, what, the number one contender, I think, for the belt now. So it's still going to happen. But they needed something shocking. I don't agree with it. It reminds me of Kofi, you know, losing his championship to Brock. But you have to tell those stories. And I think one thing, just just before we kick back into this matchup, no, no, was no, we, what? We're, the, we're, not what? Talking, no, we're not talking about this match. We're just talking about this, uh, what we're doing now. We're talking about SummerSlam. Which so the, keep going. This show or the... <laughs> 21, just shut the fuck up and keep going. Was the promo she cut where she said, I want to take this time to apologize to absolutely nobody? Yeah. You now, that promo on SmackDown, that just, to me, screams Conor McGregor. You know, when Connor became the unified, well, the, not unified, but the featherweight champion and lightweight champion when he beat yeah. the Elvers in New York, that's what he said on the mic. You know, with a few expletives in that sentence there. But yes. that's what I, I see the similarity between those two, you know, yep. between Connor and Becky. So let's see how we go with that. Uh, our next matchup is the, what, Drew McIntyre defeats Jinder Mahal in four minutes 40. I missed that match. Yeah. I was pre- preparing uh, some lunch for my son, and uh, I went, oh, Drew McIntyre, okay. So I saw Jinder Mahal came out and said, all right, this match might be a while. So I went, made some lunch for my son, and then came back and went, oh, it's over. What the fuck? And then mm. I saw Seamus pull out his sword. It wasn't his penis, it was his sword, and then walked to the back. And I was okay. So that's all I saw of the match. You mean Drew? Who did I say? Seamus. Shit, did I? Man, yeah. I feel sorry. Sorry about that, Drew McIntyre. I feel ashamed for doing that. Just because you guys speak funny. <laughs> you speak like us, mate. You speak like us, mate. No, they don't. They've got some accents. Well, we they both got, do. They... We got, they got accents. We've got accents, too. No, we're... No, 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 no. Oh, We've got the proper Englishman. Divas right, Championship. Match, match number eight, 1304... Charlotte Flair defeats Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley to become what is it? Did I, I think I tweeted you what 15 or 16 time champion or something like that in the women's division yep. across the Divas NXT Raw and SmackDown. What are your views on that one? Very happy, very hard hitting match. Mm. Uh, anytime that Rhea Ripley's in uh, the match, and same with um, Nikki as well too. But Charlotte is just she's a goddess. Mm. And, and it, it sounds like you know people. Oh, you just love Charlotte. Yes, I do love Charlotte. I think she's a fantastic wrestler, and she's a bit of all right on the eyes too. You know, mm. and she's got that flair blood in her. So again, I love Ric Flair. I've been watching. I love watching Ric Flair back in the day. But yeah, it was just very cool to see her as a. There, I think it was a 15-time women's championship, uh, mm. women's champion, and to make Nikki the superhero tap out. You're like, oh, <laughs> and I laughed. Yeah, because I know some people were like, oh, that was really, like, not the same as Bianca, but, like, I think they were saying supposedly that Nikki was getting some lukewarm reactions from the crowd once they had people back. Like, they weren't really buying into this character that she was portraying. So it's like, okay, let's take the belt off her. I think for me, looking back at my notes, it's a 14-time women's champion. 
Okay, 14. Yeah. Cool. And, and I think you start to think now, like when SummerSlam happens, oh, well, Survivor Series is the next big show. Usually it's interpromotional. Are we going to get that again this year? Are we going to get possibly Becky versus Charlotte? That Survivor God, Series, yes. since they're both champions of War on SmackDown. What are you doing? Yeah, I would love to see that match. I always love watching those two. They're fantastic wrestlers. And they're a bit of all right. I was going to say you should do a watch along to it. Sure. <laughs> Don't take it pervert. I'm not being a pervert. <laughs> Just because you want to take a perverted <sighs> down, the, you want to take that perverted road, you know, you piece of shit. I'm not doing that. I love yeah. women's wrestling. Okay, it it's would not be like... it would be about an 18 minutes of you not speaking, just heavy yeah. breathing. No, it wouldn't be heavy breathing at all. It would be watching <laughs> and commentating and being respectful. Not like you. You sit in your, you know, with your hand in your pocket, you know, trying to finger yourself for some reason. <laughs> you know what? No, what do you get? You piss me off with this shit sometimes. You do, Thomas. Yes, you do. I do not look at that in a is it a fraternal style. <laughs> but anything I, with Paige and AJ can you comment there? I'll just turn the camera off. <laughs> oh. I look at that respectfully as well too, but yeah. When the, you know, when the cameras are off, that's a bit blue. Alright guys, welcome to the bonus features. <laughs> For a minute, for a minute there, I thought you said, "Okay, guys, welcome back to the Bonacast, <laughs> where we just watch women's wrestling." And you can listen to me jerk off. Probably hey, bro, yes. have you seen no, the download stop, stop. Don't call me that when I say that. Be quiet. Move on. Oh, you would have to edit it. You would have to edit it because I'm not editing that show. I'm not touching it at all. Because that's wrong and in, in, impure, and you can go to heaven. You you go to hell for doing that type of stuff. So stop it. Great right. from Charlotte. I hope that happens <laughs> for Survivor Series with Becky Lynch. You perv. The next match was match number nine, which was Edge defeated Seth Rollins by submission, twenty-one fifteen. I wanted Seth Rollins to win it. I wanted mm. the young lion to take out the old lion, but um. Other than that, uh, the opening was fantastic. Um, Edge going to that darker place. He went brood. Mm. Um, I was sort of always, uh, sort of the SmackDown that happened before SummerSlam was fantastic with the uh, the red substance falling from the uh, uh, falling from the ceiling. They're not calling mm. it blood. They just call it the red substance. You know, Pat McAfee is nearly shitting his pants when he saw it as well too. But uh, he was just like was cool mm. um, I liked it it was a good match but yeah I was, just, was hoping that Seth would get the W and I think and to he, me like, they've and always he tapped been... too didn't he yeah well I thought the finish would at least be a pinfall but to do it with that modified submission hold and you, like yeah, Edge and that. Seth yeah. are two of my favourites like I've watched yes. both of their careers skyrocket from what Money in the Bank Royal Rumble World Champions both World Heavyweight and WWE and I think to finally see them face off was really cool. I just can't, for me, I don't like the Seth character now. I don't like this whole suit-wearing Seth. It isn't the Seth I like. I'm not saying go back to the architect one with the authority. I just don't buy into this one. I just find it's a really annoying character. Well, that's the plan of his gimmick, that he is like 
there's Christian Cage's back in the day of, of this time, you know, or uh, Edge, how he was. He just thought he was the top guy. His shit didn't stink. Uh, Triple H thinking that, you know, he's the entitled uh, architect in, in mm-hmm. that type of wrestler, you know, the cerebral assassin, but also knows that he's better than everybody. That's Seth's style of wrestling, and that's mm-hmm. how his gimmick is, that he knows he's better than everybody, and he's got this manic way of thinking about it, and it's very much like a guy who knows he's got too much power and is mm-hmm. abusing his power. So that's his style of what he's doing. Well, again, you I, go back, <clears throat> you know, the authority he was protected there. You know, he's protected by Steph, Hunter, Kane, the team that he had built to protect him. So, yeah, no, I just well, don't buy into it. It's like an inmate, you know, he's like an inmate that's been controlled by like substance or being mm. protected like that. Now Seth is that guy who's like, he's off the substance and he's no longer taking the pills to calm him down or to keep him in line. Mm. He's just like full, in a way, small ways of a, like a joker from the Batman. Yeah. And funny you note, know, we actually talked, remember when we did that uh, Q&A show where we said, which character do we think could portray a Joker-esque character? And I think yep. we both agreed on Seth for that one. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah, big time. Oh, wow. That's the one, Kelly, two, Kelly. three. Yeah. Over um, Beth Phoenix. And I just realized that Beth Phoenix had um, Natalie Neihart in her corner. Yeah, well, at this time period, they were going by the name The Divas of Doom. Is what they were known as. Ooh. And who's with Kelly Kelly here? This is Eva Torres. Torres, that's right. Yeah, she would go on to become, I think, a three-time Divas champion. She also won the 2007 Diva Search. That's how she got her contract. Um, you might remember her within the next few years. She was the heel general manager to Teddy Long, also on SmackDown. Um, but she retired now, but she's actually married to Hannah Gracie, the jiu-jitsu um, artist. Nice. Cool. Uh, I think she owns her own jiu-jitsu school at the moment, I think, as well. Excellent. Combat sports, yeah. Uh, um, what's next? Two more matches, guys. Bobby Lashley defeats Goldberg by referee stoppage, seven minutes and ten seconds to retain the WWE title. Can't be, you can't bend pin Goldberg in this day and age now only the only person that could do that was uh, Drew McIntyre back at the Rumble um, but now um, I hurt my knee I hurt my knee and I'm watching that going Go, get up uh, I loved it too that Goldberg tried a lot of he tried a couple of new things he did in the ring and uh, yeah, he didn't didn't go well yeah I think it's time to go I reckon you know. No, it's not time to go because his son's going to come into it now, which a lot. I saw a very disturbing lot of things. This kid, mm. Goldberg's son, is what fifteen. I don't I know. I have to look no, into it. I saw a lot of shit online of people sexualizing Goldberg's son right. a couple of weeks ago. Like, oh my god, look how hot he is! He's so attractive. He's he's different from that chubby kid from all those years ago mm. when he brought him into the ring when he won the championship against. Um, uh, Kevin Owens mm. and now because old, yes that's right we've done that show as well too uh, listen to me Sook in the main event um, <laughs> but yeah just a lot of people out there are very fucked up and I, I say to you get some help because that's mm. not right for what the, some of the things you're saying about this kid he's a child so mm. pull your heads in people but um, Bobby Lashley I love seeing him wrestle and he and uh, 
MVP. MVP looks fantastic. If they were ever to do like another Daredevil movie and change the cast around too, he would make a great Winston uh, Fisk. Mm, He's got that Kingpin style. It just has yeah. that premise around him as well here too. I think it's weird that like I kind of wish the Hurt Business was still going, like the original yes. Hurt Business. Like <clears throat> as much as it would have been sad to see it, like Goldberg beating Shelton Benjamin beating alexander to get to got to get to bobby but it's like it just seems weird when you just see the two of them i'm like where are they where's benjamin and alexander like you want to see that team you want to see those four guys together and i think they were very quickly it was like just as they got up here they dipped it and said oh yeah you guys aren't together anymore and it's like but they worked well like you had roman with the bloodline on smackdown at least let lashley have the hurt business and may possibly do that at survivor series but you know, I think I predicted in my prediction that I think I wanted Goldberg. I think I may have even picked Goldberg, you know, because yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking we're going to get Goldberg, um, John Cena, potentially at SummerSlam, but uh, a Survivor Series, but it didn't happen. Didn't happen. So, yeah, bad luck too. But <laughs> that would be the match that you would watch, you know, with lots of heavy breathing and lots of um, num, num, there. That would be your sick-ass match because you like big, muscly, hairy men that are old. And there would only be ten moves in that match. Seen as five and Goldberg's five. You'd be all over Red Raver. <laughs> all right, guys. We're moving up to our main event. 24 minutes exactly for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns cleanly pins John Cena. Of course he did. Of course he did, because on the SmackDown before, he said, and if I lose this match, I will leave WWE. And like, ain't gonna happen. Mm. You, yeah, I mean, he's a lifer. Roman Reigns is gonna be there till the day he dies. You know, he's gonna be that 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 game. That, that he is not going anywhere. You know, he, yes, he'll probably maybe maybe in the upcoming he might lose the championship and then go and do movies like all most wrestlers do these days. Prime example, John Cena right here, maybe. But um, yeah, I was very happy with Roman's win, and. He's sending the uh, Uso brothers to the back, which mm. was cool. And Cena just—he was wrestling. He was—he was on beat. He was actually—I love his new shirt, the Mario in styled type of style. Mm. But then also people are like oh, that's like CM Punk shirt that he had back in the day. It's like who gives a shit. It's—it's—it's it's, mm. it's, it's cool. It, you know, why don't you get both? You have a CM Punk style one and a John Cena style one. It's very cool. It's video game inspired. I was happy with the match. And I think it shows you, like, the marketing that goes into it. Like, <clears throat> literally minutes after Cena came out with that shirt on, WWE's Twitter account launched the Cena merchandise. Like, it comes with a hat, a shirt, and also the towel that he has, the keychain. Like, there's your money, guys. You know, <laughs> AEW yeah. selling CM Punk stuff. You know, his T-shirt. WWE, all that Cena merch that they would have sold in the stadium. But, then, but, but there was something around, like, something to do with SummerSlam, like the ATM machines broke, all the PayPass machines were overbroken so people couldn't pay. There was no ATMs Network to get cash did. out. Yeah. Networks uh, in that arena, actually, because so many people saw that saw that uh, T-shirt and mm. went, we need that shirt in our lives. Yeah. And so I heard that so there was a network problem so mm. a lot of the ATMs, so again, because it's during that time over there and it's COVID times, so no one's really handing over paper money or plastic. Mm. Well, over in the States, it's paper money. Down here, it's plastic for us. 
So a lot of people were going, I need to pay this with cash. And they're like, we don't take cash. This is COVID mm. time. What are you doing? You know, did, you know, where, is that money clean? I don't know. I've had this in my wallet for nearly 10 years, but I, I, you know, for a couple of months, I haven't used it. But um, yeah, again, people using PayPal or even using credit card styles or even their phones, mm. no, they were having a lot of problems because the thousands of people running to get that shirt, all the kids, all the so the guys who are John Cena fans and LM women just saying, we need that. We need to get that merch. Yeah, I think for me, like, I enjoyed the main event. I just wish that Roman didn't say what he did on SmackDown that week before around declaring that. That, to me, made it obvious he was going over. Yes. Where I wanted that element of surprise, where I just don't think, like, once he said that, I'm like, yeah, Roman's going to win. Like, why would Roman leave the company now when he's the biggest star they have? Yes. I don't think that was needed. No. And that made me go, as much as I want Cena to win, it he won't win now. I'm not going to get now. Cena Goldberg. I'm not going to see that now because no. it's not going to happen. But overall, great match. You know, the return of Brock Lesnar. Um, we'll just come back to that really quickly. But the thing that we I watched this match with my son, and my son's mm. a John Cena uh, fan. He thinks very fondly of him, and he's got a, a figurine, as a little uh, action figure of him, and it actually talks. Um, but uh, when the match ended and Roman Reigns got the pin, my son started to cry, and mm. I grabbed him and I said, "It's okay, it's okay. Mm. You know, it's pretend. Yep. Everything's going to be okay." And he went, "Oh yeah," and he sort of sucked it up and, and went, "Okay, it's everything's going to be all right." And out came Brock Lesnar, mm. the only man out there. I said, "It's acceptable to have a man bun because I'm not going to make fun of him whatsoever." That Viking will rip my head off and shit down my throat. It was very cool to see the the man beast return. And I would say, like, my son and I, like, you know, again, our kids both watching it. Jack watched the ending with me and watched Roman get the win. But he was like, oh, I wanted Cena to win. But when he heard Brock's song, he goes, that's Brock Lesnar. And Jack loves Brock. Like, I remember Jack was actually really disappointed when Drew McIntyre kicked him out of the Rumble years ago. Yes. And also when Drew won the belt. Like, Jack doesn't like Drew McIntyre. Yep. Because Jack's like, no, nah, I like Brock. Brock's my guy. So when he saw Brock come out, he goes, Dad, look how big he is. I'm like, yeah, man. And he goes, what's he going to do? And he gets in the ring and he goes, he's like, fight, fight, fight. And then he goes, they're not fighting. And I said, yeah, he left the ring. And he's like, what? Right. And then I showed him the, the footage after when he F5 seen her. And yeah, Jack's be- like, yes, yes. Like, he loves it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I saw that as well too, mm. and I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show my son this. You yeah. know, you know, it's gonna bum him out. So I'm just like, I la- I looked at the tweet, went, <laughs> I laughed and went, all right, just put it away now. Mm. Um, but all in all, I must say that was a, it, it was a full day for me because I actually watched the entire thing from pre-show, ducky quack quack, right to the main <laughs> event. Um, yeah, I must say, good. Good show. And what do you think of it being on a day before than it usually is for us? Because usually our pay-per-views are on Monday, and this was a Sunday for us in Australia. It proves right then that WWE has no confidence in NXT anymore, because mm. NXT was the night before. And no, the night, the night, no, it was yes. the night after. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. But back in the day, NXT yeah. was before the yeah. main event, like the big one, the big mm-hmm. Mamma Jamma. And now it's not. And uh, to be honest with you, because it was on 
we watched it down here in Australia. It was on the Sunday. I worked the Monday, so I didn't see mm. anything of NXT whatsoever until I got home. And I saw Joe win the championship. And I was like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. The other matches, I think, I know that Walter was on the card and he lost his championship. That's the only thing. Mm. Well, I had, I actually had no idea that it was even on. I thought it was the following Saturday. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, it happened today, did it? But I had no memory because I work. Again, it's a Monday for us guys. And again, if this is happening Monday morning in the States, it's your evening. We're not watching it. And I had no idea until later. I'm like, oh, what's the show today? And I think even from memory, I don't think WWE even promoted it or maybe only once they promoted it during SummerSlam that that show was happening. They did on the pre-show twice. Mm. And I think throughout the SummerSlam show, I think they only did it once from what I remember and that was it they didn't and it was the main event they were talking mm. of um, Kyrian Cross and um, Samoa Joe well I think you know I agree with you overall great show and right before we get back into this match I'll just tell you the prediction so out of all the matches yes. I got four right <laughs> so so I successfully predicted the Alexa Bliss Drew McIntyre Edge and the Usos win and Alan got a total of eight right yeah. <laughs> on the on the card, predicting RK Bro, Alexa Bliss, McIntyre, Priest, Usos, Lashley, Reigns, and Flair to win their matches. So good win for this month, L. Yes, very much so. Very much. A good show. Um, I, that's like I said, I was bummed when Seth lost because I actually had Seth for the win. And I could have mm. got myself a nice nine there. But nope, it wasn't meant to be. But uh, GG, I say to you. Until next time. And I think from side side note, guys, I don't think I've actually ever won a prediction poll with Ellen. So, I wasn't, yeah. wasn't going to bring it up. Mm. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I will now because you have, and that's okay. Uh, yeah, you've never beaten me. Mm. Uh, is it because you go with the heels? Is it because you're like this is new, this is different, or you just don't want to be? You want to be the same? Or you want to be different from me? Is that why do you? Why are you such a fucking loser? Jeez, okay. <laughs> no, I honestly, that's what I, I always pick heels. Like, you look at my predictions, they want all heels. I just think that that's why I think the story would make sense. Like that where WWE is at times, I think, oh, is it in their best interest to do Goldberg Cena, to bring eyes to the product? Or are they just going to keep that story telling? But then I think, well, you know, who knows what Vince McMahon's thinking? He can change his mind at the top of a hat. So maybe they were going to go certain directions and change it. I just think what I don't like that you do is when you know you're winning overall, you'll just go, I'll choose the same as you, Tom, which means there's no way of me ever actually beating you if you choose change, the same. Change, changes you. No, because I go for with my gut, okay? I've been watching sport a lot of my life, and I've been watching wrestling for most of my life, so I know how things go, okay? We always know how certain things finish on a SmackDown or a Raw or a Nitro or a Thunder back in the day. You just have to watch how things are going in the storyline, okay? And you just immediately thinking, oh, I'd just like to see Brock Lesnar, sorry, I'd like to see Goldberg and John Cena at the Survivor Series at the SS. You know? It would have been fantastic, El. You suck at these type of matches, at these type of prediction things. And I love it because it makes me feel good about myself. But, you know, maybe one day, guys, your your bro here, Tom, might get a W over the older bro, me. Maybe. We'll see. 
I might throw it. And maybe just to make him feel good, he might get a win. I'll, I'll tweet Vince McMahon and ask him what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, he's going to give you the results. Um, hey, Vinny, who's going uh, over? Vinny. <laughs> Block. You, you've, been, you've been blocked by a couple of wrestling talents tonight, I must say. All right, let's start watching this one. Eh? What do you think of it so far? Pretty good matchup, eh? Oh, it's Daniel Bryan and uh, mm. Wayne Barrett. It, that's always good. Two hard-eating dudes who have just been the shit out of each other. And, and what, Bryan's the... coming out uh, with the Money in the Bank briefcase, too. Yes, we saw there in the opening package that he threw uh, Cody Rhodes. I guess you just mm. got to see Co- dashing Cody Rhodes off a ladder and getting the win over the uh, for the SmackDown uh, Money in the Bank. It's weird seeing uh, Daniel Bryan with short hair because you're so used to being the goat. And then he left and he came back and then he cut his hair again. And then he went super, super, um, he went super long hair when he was the hippie uh, looking after the planet. And then he cut his hair and then came back as the face and all last year. Holy shit. Kick in the face. He also didn't have the Valkyrie theme song at this time period too. Oh, did he? No, he didn't have it. No. Okay. Because when he came to the ring, he had a completely different song that they played. So, Hey, you think when he rocks up to AEW, he's going to have the Valkyrie song? Or is he going to have mm. something different, like the American Dragon song? The, uh, Hopefully he'll have some remix, some remix of it. Oh, look out. It's like when Flair went to, um, what, AAA a couple of weeks ago. Was it AAA or CMWL? He had a, his, he had a version of his song, but it was changed yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the bell lock. He's going to make look the town. It definitely is a modified crossface, but look at the torque on that left shoulder underneath Brian's knee. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Fantastic. And that's something we've talked about too, and I noticed it in this match while we were talking about SummerSlam, was the huge scar that Wade's got under his arm. And that's the thing we talked about, how he got stabbed. Yes. After doing those underground, what, boxing, what, street fights in uh, United Kingdom. Yep. Bare knuckle yeah. boxing. Yeah. He is a bare-knuckle boxing champion. Um, I wouldn't say, but he's a competitor, I would say. And fuck that noise. Just to get mm. hit in the face with a real fist? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm good, mate. I'm good. Okay. And he's... Is he on NXT? He's, uh, still commentating? Yeah, still there. So yeah. they're getting... These guys are still going strong. Oh, here we go. He's the Wasteland. Wasteland. He'll get the win now. And that's the thing, The Wasteland was actually the name of the bare-knuckle boxing place where they did the shows. I did not know yeah. that. They called it The Wasteland, yeah. And the I thought, like, know. a lot of people give shit for Wade Barrett because they reckon, they, they think that that finisher is one of the weakest finishers. Don't you, you make fun of me. If you say when I said Wacken, it was a mistake, all right? I heard me say it. I moved on from it, but I knew you looked at me. Look at me now. Hey, hey, now look at me. Look at me. Open your eyes up. Wipe the tears away. It, stop it. <laughs> it was a mistake. I won't edit it out because I've got things to do tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> okay, sorry. You were, you were saying? I'll say this then. People believe that it's People... one, of the, one of the weakest finishes in terms of how it looks. <sighs> okay. What's your comment? You're not commenting on it. What's your view on what I just said? 
it's a great finisher. You know what, man? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck your car. Fuck your hat. Fuck your hoodie. Your microphone. Your tablet or whatever you're using to do this. Fuck it all, mate. Oh, my God. I'm dizzy. I am so dizzy. He's he's literally crying, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Fuck you well. Uh, <laughs> oh, my belly hurts. Oh. Oh. Okay, okay. And side note, I don't think I've ever actually said that word wrong in my entire <laughs> life. I don't know why it, it slipped out that way. But, um, yeah. It's a force to be weckoned with. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry about that, guys. No, don't be sorry. No, 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 no. Oh my god, it's gonna be a great part of the show. We've only got three matches left, Dill. Well, technically two matches. We've only got three. Three to go. Shut up. <laughs> it's Wendy Warner versus Christian for a no holds barred match for the World Heavyweight Championship match. Championship. <laughs> and then you say to me, who do you reckon is going to win? <laughs> I'm thinking that uh, Wendy One is going to win the match. Oh, oh, shit. I need a drink. I need it. Oh, that's right. Look what I'm drinking tonight, brother. Oh, you got more Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I found more. I was allowed out of the house the other night. I went out and got some more Dr. Pepper. I'll make sure we are at Dr. Pepper for this show too, guys. Oh. oh. I love, I l- totally love this rivalry. It went across three months, this feud. You just want to just rip Christian's face mm. off for doing that. Oh, well, I, th- I think this, this story is actually told over four matches I think they had. Um, so it was Capital Punishment, Money in the Bank, and then this show. But it was they produced so many good matches. And the fact that Christian won Money in the Bank, that match there by DQ, and wins the championship. He, Christian won it, the World Heavyweight Championship by kicking, getting kicked in the dick. Yep. <laughs> and it shows how much of a heel and piece of shit heel that Christian is. Mm. Oh, man, he got the shit kicked out of him too. He literally goes nuts here. Look at that IKO, man. Now, I've got a bit of uh, history here for you, too. Yep. Oh, there's that crazy look match. Uh, that crazy look that anyone does. I've seen him many gifts of that. Hmm. Who did the punt before Randy Orton in wrestling? Think. Who do you think the punt. did the, the punt? As in WWE, or was it an outside WWE? Outside WWE. It was before... No one ever did in the WWE before Randy Orton. Okay. Who was it? Trying to think of someone back in the day. Are we talking about like an 80s wrestler, 90s wrestler? Both. Okay. Mm. One of my favourites from the old school days. Okay. Well, it's a heel move, so I'd have to say it would have been a heel. You love your heels from the 80s. Are we talking like a Terry Funk or someone like that? Uh, same time, yes, but not Terrell Funk, no. Hmm, okay. Old schooler. 
older than that. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, he's a lifer. Uh, he had to retire in the early nineties. I actually do not know. Arn Anderson. Really? Oh wow! Just listening to one of his previous podcasts from uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yes, he did it on a few times on Jim Crockett Promotions, and he used that uh, manoeuvre. I think you can find a couple of matches on YouTube where he would take the opponent out of the ring and then kick them right in the head in front of the crowd and would just knock out the enhancement guy. Now, every time he did it, he wasn't doing it to hurt the guy because his type of style of wrestling was never to hurt anybody. You know, he's mm. very much the old school style of, um, I'm going to protect you. So, mm. and so he spoke about that, um, about four, four shows ago. So it's maybe mm. about, maybe a month ago. One of his shows, he spoke about that the, he started doing the punt. And then when he started doing some of John Cena's, and Randy Orton's matches when he was one of the um, producers there and one of the trainers there, um, he would go to Randy Orton and said, maybe you start doing that. Because remember, when at that time, I think it was like 2006, um, Randy Orton and John Cena, mm. no, no, sorry, it was Edge, sorry, but Edge at that time, sorry, Randy Orton and John Cena were doing their matches. If you, yeah, if, you, I was gonna say, if, you're, if you're talking about Cena and Orton, that would have been around 07. 07, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So it was the years later. Yeah. He he was doing that and he kicked, you remember, he kicked um, mm. John Cena, Cena in the head, um, put his glasses back on. One of the greatest <laughs> conversations I remember you having a discussion with our mother about when we had, we used to have wrestling nights with the boys on uh, Monday nights where we used to have the guys come over and we used to watch the pay-per-view. We would go the whole day with not even looking up the results first thing in the morning and then we would have the boys come over and then we would watch it together. And we watched that during a, um, a video package of between Orton and John Cena. And I remember during that time, uh, John Cena, 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 Senior, put on his glasses before he got punted in the head. And you asked our mum that, and I remember seeing our mates just nearly like wetting their pants with laughter, just listening. And you just trying to convince mum, going, "So mum, you're about to be kicked in the head. Do you put your glasses back on, or do you take them off?" And your our mum's face is like, "You take them off so you don't get glass in your eye." Thank you, mum. Thank you very much. Okay, you can move on now. And she absolutely used to love those nights too. Mm-hmm. They I mean, were good yes, times, bro. They were very good times. We would we, we didn't drink alcohol mm. because again we had you know maybe most of the time we had school the next day mm. or we had work or whatever. Mm. So we would just sit around and just eat chips, drink a soda, drink you know with what we could, and just watch the wrestling from all. It was something about eight o'clock and it'd be finished by eleven o'clock. Mm. And they were good times. Well, I think our youngest brother Nathan absolutely thrived on that too. Yeah, well, that was times. like that was like the the podcast before the podcast. Like that we were doing companions then with all of our mates coming together, and no, they were good times. But I think, um, you know, from what I've heard of Arn Anderson's podcast, from that kind of 07 right up to when he finished, he was heavily involved a lot with Cena. And that's the thing I hear a lot is Cena credits him a lot with his match development, yep. giving Cena the lead of being able to run matches now. So really quickly, what we're getting here, yeah, Christian promised in the lead up to this matchup that he has an insurance policy. 
for his no hold bars match against Randy Orton, and now we get Edge coming back. Now, this is the first time that Edge had actually been back since he actually relinquished the World Heavyweight title due to his injury. Yep. Yeah, so he actually was the World Heavyweight Champion going into WrestleMania that year. He defeated Alberto Del Rio, who won the 40-man Royal Rumble. Yes. To become the the normal contender. Edge beats him, gets injured, the neck is too bad, he cannot compete. So the actual belt was then vacated. And then at Extreme Rules, it was Christian versus Alberto Del Rio, ladder match for the World Heavyweight title. Christian gets the win. Yep. So that's how Christian won this championship match. But again, it did go back and forth between Orton and, and Christian, which I'll talk about as this match progresses. But this is the first time that Edge has been back since then. And then yeah. you think, what, 10 years later, there he was competing this previous Sunday or Saturday against Seth Rollins. And this is when he cut his hair extremely short, didn't he? And um, I think at this time, Christian, he and Christian were doing their... Um, <clears throat> I think it was at this time they were trying their hand at podcasting. Years later. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think the podcast, I think, was more... Ooh, let me guess, like 17, 16, 17. Because he made another appearance, and that's what they talked about in the Seth Rollins feud, where you see Edge with short hair, nearly about to get smashed with a steel chair by Seth. Yes, that's right. They that were doing was around it. the period he was doing the podcasting time. Yeah, 15, 16. That must be short for time. That must be short for time for this one. Because they've got a lot of... There's a lot of talking tonight on pay-per-view. Mm. Why is well, there talking think, on pay-per-view? Well, this matchup and also the main event are about 25 minutes each. Yeah, just have a look there. Yeah. yeah. So, Okay. I remember how heartbroken I was too. Like I remember that like yesterday, the the night he came out on SmackDown. Yeah. You know, put the belt down. And it's like, is this a work mate or is this a shoot? What's actually going on here? Because I knew he had the injuries because you read about it on the dirt sheets and different websites and articles. But the fact that it's like this is actually real and he can't compete it's and he's real. going out as champion. It's not like he suffered. You didn't see him get hurt. It was just it accumulated over time. The damage to the neck. Um, it also makes me feel like you know when he first came back what in 2020 against Orton and then blew out his tricep or something like that and was out for another year before he eventually came back well his rumble return no one had any idea oh yeah no one knew there was no internet thing or whatsoever and when he came out people you could still I still love watching the rumble that from 2020 and he just came out and the place erupted the place blew up and there were guys hugging each other and there were girls hugging each other and everyone just grabbing each other mm. and I think there were complete strangers just grabbing each other and just like crying together and being so happy to hear that song again and for him to come out and just making this absolute eruption and then he eliminated Roman Reigns and everyone cheered for that mm. Was that the same rumble that also Beth Phoenix came back as well in the women's one and got that busted up head? Remember in during yeah. the matchup? Yeah. Split the back of her head open, yep. Hmm. So you think, like, Edge between this period and then nine years later eventually returning at the rumble also appeared, I think, at a SummerSlam a few years after this, spearing Dolph Ziggler, I think, from memory. Mm. And he also, what, appeared on a few SmackDowns, you know, when Becky Lynch was first becoming the man. He did the cutting edge with her on there. 
but he never really had a match. It was really a full nine years before the Rumble return. Yep. You know, where he would have gone, you know, go on, have some a pretty good run in that, you know, have the feud against Orton, WrestleMania, the greatest match ever, which is what they deemed that match at Backlash, suffer the injury, and then be off you know, as long as what he is. Yep. But what do you see for Reg now? What do you think they're going to do with him? You know, looking at the most recent product, pay-per-view, we're on the road. I think it's, it's Extreme Rules, I think, is coming up next. What do you think? Is Edge going to be like, take us, like spread these appearances out for the big four? Or is he going to be on the books, you know, every week? I think he, might be, yeah, I think he would like to see be himself on the books. Um, <clears throat> I'd love to see him wrestle more. I mean, he does mm. wrestle more, but um, he would be... I hope this thing with Seth isn't over yet. I'd like yeah. to see them go again. I like that for the Extreme Rules match, just let's have a sort of a violent match, you know, type of style. You know, bring back this sort of a, like a Singapore cane match, that type mm. of style, whipping, you know, bring, uh, speed the shit up. Yeah, hell, do a strap match for God's sake, mm. you know, it'd be great. Um, I enjoy seeing him back. It takes me back to when we first remember watching him when he broke in, like back in '98, mm. when he was, because especially in that mat, in that sorry, that SummerSlam '98, he did team up with um, Sable mm. against uh, Marvelous Malcolm Monroe and uh, Miss Jackie. So I'd like to see him back. I'd like to see mm. him do more. But again, it's just how his body is. I just want him to be careful. Yeah. Oh, I think, you know, maybe do one more with Seth, potentially do, what, Last Man Standing, Steel Cage, Strap Match, as you said, maybe do something there. I, I do think on the Road to Survivor Series, I still think he'll be on, like, a Team SmackDown versus Team Raw. Like, I think I can see him being on that, because I know when they used to do, like, the bragging rights pay-per-view, yep. he was always a main leader on that side. And Mysterio and Edge work really well together, and the fact that they're still together or working together on SmackDown now... I think that'll be a good team to have them as a member of Team SmackDown against Team Raw. Um, and there might be another draft, you know. Supposedly, I think they're saying November. So Edge yep. might go across to Raw. Do you get some new feuds there? Do you start something with a Sheamus or, you know, a Drew McIntyre? Or does he go after Bobby Lashley? Do you do something there? Edge Lashley. Never really happened before. Does Edge actually yep. want to become champion? Does he actually want to go on the road as world champion? Or does he want to kind of space it out? But, yeah, you know, time will tell. Well, I see in the up-and-coming, especially because we saw Finn Bauer on SmackDown calling out um, Roman Reigns Mm. and saying he doesn't trust anybody and blah, blah, blah. We're probably going to see in the immediate future maybe Fatal 4-way, Fatal 5-way, maybe Fatal 6-way type of match for the championship. And you know, it shows that Roman can go and probably mm. eliminate everybody. So you might even see Edge in that match. And you mm. might see some other guys come in and get involved with it as well too. And then at the end of that match, you have Brock Lesnar come out and just clear waste and just have, again, Roman and Brock Lesnar face-to-face. So... Well, what do you maybe... think? What do you think for Survivor Series? Do you think they'll do interpromotional Raw versus SmackDown, Champ versus Champ, or do you think they'll do Lesnar Roman at some at Survivor Lesner, Series? Lesnar Roman, Lesnar mm. Roman will probably happen at, at, at you know one of their big shows. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you don't really need to do that 
sort of interpromotional stuff. I mean, yes, it's been done to death. I mean, yes, maybe you could do it. Maybe it might be a bit of fun to do. Um, maybe just just go Team Survive to survive, you know, what they used to do back in the day. You know, a bunch of random wrestlers or random tag team wrestlers teaming up together and going. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, maybe take old school. Maybe take, But when it comes down to the champion versus champions, Maybe you could do that for like the, sort of the lower card championship matches. But yeah. When it comes to the world title matches, maybe just have two guys going for it. Yeah, I don't think we'll get like we used to get in the past, where we had what NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw. You know, where you had what is it, AJ Styles, Shinsuke, and what Roderick Strong. You know, you had what Adam Cole defended his belt, I think, against Pete Dunne. I think on that, like, you're not going to get that. That was like a once in a lifetime just experience that. You know, people like Keith Lee on Team NXT, you know, taking on the likes of Randy Orton, Roman Reigns. We won't get that again. But... No, and, and yeah. again, that that NXT time was, you know, here's all these NXT guys teaming together. Mm. And then the night before, they're beating the shit out of each other. In war games, yeah. In war games. And you're like, mm. aren't you guys meant to be tag team? Aren't you guys meant to be working tomorrow night? Mm. No, 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 no. Yeah, that was kind of a clusterfuck that was. Yeah, I think the the takeover was the night before because I think Pete Dunne won the title shot the night before. So like a he lot did. of the females who were injured in yeah. the war games were coming into the match already injured from the night before. So, I mean, prime examples a couple of years ago when Ember Moon came out, mm-hmm. she had a match against in the in the women's Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and she was all strapped up because the night before she took on Shannon Baszler, and Shannon Baszler like nearly t- tore her arm off. <laughs> so. Yeah, it just—it's sad to see, but I think it might be coming to uh, an end of an era with the uh, NXT now. Um, I saw the new logo. I don't know if that's the NXT Latin. I don't know if that's that type of soul they're doing. You know, I think they're trying to do their own NXT um, Latin wrestling. But no, I, I haven't seen that. Up, when was that? SmackDown hit, hit on SmackDown today. Uh, what an actual a, promo, or? They just came up with uh, NXT and they came up with this sort of spray-painted type of style, um, colourful, very um, rainbow style. I haven't heard of that one. I'll have to look right now, actually, because I didn't watch SmackDown today. Mm, Okay. Yeah, it was just that type of style of it. I I mean, I thought I I read something maybe a month ago or something. It might have been something to do with NXT, because I know they got NXT UK. That might be something, something to do with, you know, Latin America. Okay, well, it's saying here there was a few things talked about how Triple H speaks about NXT Latin America. There it this is. is back in February, and they were saying how Andrew, um, Angel Garza wants to be a big push into that. So I didn't know yes. about that. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a, a drop today on the, on SmackDown. Could be mm. interesting. Well, I know but, one of the big ones, like Adam Cole, I don't think he's re-signed. Do you think nope. he, will, he will re-sign? Nope. No, he's probably going to go over with be with his wife mm. like most of the guys of uh, all the girls you know Mary did that he left and then along came um, uh, CJ she went over there as well too well she's well, not there yet yeah, also, technically she's not there she hasn't yet. yeah technically but she hasn't you know yet. but you know in a way you know she's going mm. oh they got the uh, the raw oh my god yeah, it was the uh, anonymous Raw general manager. Did we ever find out who it was? No. 
It got destroyed by Edge, though. Yeah, maybe he came in and grabbed the steel chair. And just I think it was Edge from memory. I think it may have been Edge. Let me. I think you're think right. About yeah, I think you're right. Let me have a look. Actually, I think I remember him doing it. He took a steel chair to it, and Michael Cole cried. There's actually a full-on dedicated Reddit page to it. Fantastic. So here we go. So it was an authority figure that was managed during June 21st, 2010 to July 18th, 2011. Early last uh, year, thank God. Yeah. The anonymous general manager controlled the show by sending emails to a laptop. The emails were usually read on screen by its spokesperson, Michael Cole. Oh, here we go. Hornswoggle was revealed to be the anonymous Raw general manager after the character returned one night on July 9th, 2022, or 2012. Uh, in, no- in November 2014, the anonymous general manager made a brief return to TV, but was, for a second time, removed from power. Yeah. Wow. Great. So it says here, as build-up towards Raw 1000, previous Raw GMs returned for a one night only to control the show. The anonymous Raw general manager returned on July 9th, 2012, before being revealed that it was Hornswoggle. According to former WWE writer Kevin Eck, WWE had no plans regarding the identity for the anonymous Raw GM before it was initially fizzled out. Hornswoggle was suggested by a writer during a creative team meeting as a joke, which played off on the poor reception to an earlier storyline where Hornswoggle was revealed to be Mr. McMahon's illegitimate child. Mm-hmm. Hornswoggle stated that the original plan was for his general manager character was a mob boss-style character with a Napoleon complex, throwing his power around, but these plans never came to fruition. I had no idea about that. Me either. Yeah, because I think the years that I wasn't watching WWE as much was 12 and 13. Well, you had a lot of stuff going on, you did. Mm. Well, I, I became a dad, what, in That's 11, what I mean. and also That's became I mean. a dad again in 13. Yeah. That's what I mean. Your fatherhood takes over the wrestling. Mm. Look at this, batter up. Here oh. we go, into the guts. Oh. Oh. So Christian just needs a beer and a cigarette. No, 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 no. I don't think Sandman's ever been that fit. Look at Christian here, though. He's got... Jesus, just stabbing him with a kindo stick. I know, it's fantastic. And his face, too. Christian's face is just like... Going full beast mode, he is. What do you think of face, Orton? Don't like it. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Um, he's rolling around with this mustache thing going on with um, yeah, with, uh, with the arcade bro gimmick. It's like sort of the rock and sock connection type of style um, they're doing. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for him to lose the tag titles, and then he's just going to kick the shit out of um, uh, Riddle in the head. And just watch all the birds fly out of his ass for some reason. <laughs> fly out of his ass. <laughs> yeah. Just slays in the ring and birds just come out of his ass. You know, just. Did wrestling. you see the recent um, tweet of Randy Orton doing the rounds with that whole beard and mustache he's got going? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Randy Orton is all elite in this Chavo Guerrero. Because <laughs> they look identical. Chavo's got the same thing going there with Andrade. Yeah, with, with the head thing going on from waist down, you look down at Chavito. Chavito don't look too uh, like Randy Orton now. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a fan of the 09 Viper Randy Orton with the whole serpent where he's, he had the facials. A lot of memes were created during that time of him as well. But that 09, when he first became champion, um, the feuds with what, Triple H and what, uh, John Cena, classic stuff. He was evil. Mm. He was an evil bastard. I loved him when he was doing the uh, Legend Killer. Oh, yeah. yeah nice. That type of style, you know. He was going up to the Legends and spitting in their faces. But, you know, then along came uh, Hulk Hogan and put a stop to that. Yeah. And SummerSlam. I did like the Orton-Taker feud. You know, going in with Bob cool. Orton and WrestleMania and the casket match and all that stuff. No Mercy 05 and some good things. And that that story went for so long, too. I think that all, nearly all of 05 was all built around Orton and Taker. Like Randy Taker returning Orton. and well, coming, out of the, uh, coming out of the burning casket at Survivor Series, punching a hole through it there. And, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, because he, he was on the SmackDown team. And everyone comes out cheering, yeah, SmackDown wins, SmackDown wins. Yeah. Oh. Shit. Orn's got a busted lip. That's a great sign there. Christian is Captain Baby. Crybaby. Creativity right there, guys, of 2011. (laughs) And it literally has a, a crying baby emoji and some dummies on the picture. There's some dummies, yeah. pacifiers. We got people out there, out there called pacifiers. The thing that the child helps when they suck on. Now down here in Australia, we call them dummies, which is not very PC these days. You can't really say, you know. Um, go on, go on, go on, put the little dummy in your mouth, you little dummy. You know, it was perfectly fine back in the in the early '80s and '90s. I don't think you can really call them dummies now. Yeah, back when you could drop it on the ground, pick it up, put it back in your mouth to clean it, which is something I've heard people do, is that they would drop a dummy on the ground, they would then pick it up, put it in their own mouth to clean it, and then give it to their kid. I'm like, what? (laughs) What? So you're eating the dirt then that you've just consumed, and then you're giving that to your child. I'm like, oh my lord. Back in the 90s. 90s. (laughs) So I could drop a cigarette on the floor, and hopefully they didn't pick it up and eat it. That's all right. It's nutrient. It's not all chemicals back then. It was it was it. It's healthy. He knocked him out cold there, Christian. He did. And I think like if you were to go back, like the the three matches that they had, so the uh what Capital Punishment, Money in the Bank and this match, really good trilogy series they had. And I think they were one one going into this matchup, which was really cool. Randy one with the Gatorade. In the you corner there, you can see it. There's some bins around. Bit of bin action. <laughs> the hand there, what the... I know, did you see that pink hand? Someone's <laughs> trying to get Christian in the eye. You're up. He's got to wear a golf glove, glove or something. Fucking freak. God damn it. Come to a wrestling show and wear golf glove, uh, gloves. I mean, I'm in my gimmick. 
I think from memory, though, there was actually no one under the ring tonight. So those Gatorades would just be for the people around the ring. But there was really no one under the ring tonight that would have had to be under there for a couple of hours watching on a monitor, waiting for their call to come up. Yeah, fuck that noise. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be under the ring tonight. You're going to stay there the whole time. Nope. No, thank you. Do not, do not want. I thought Michael... <laughs> You see Kyoto there? I thought he was yeah. saying something to the camera. <laughs> oh, looks at over there. Better angle. Looks over at us. Broadcast. <laughs> like, oh my god. Does the oh, Mario Yamazaki UFC does the love heart symbol to the camera? What's up, guys? <laughs> looking at us. Oh shit. Broadcast, baby. Couple thumbs up. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See that table's not built yet, Orton. Good. That table. Wait, wait, wait. Oh shit! Fantastic. Kyoto, you were meant to build it, was I? Sorry about that. Nah. Just shows how hardcore they are. Look at that massive dent in the middle of it. What have we got? What time are we? We are on uh, one hour forty-eight fifty. And we have an hour left of wrestling for you peeps. Yep, that table is definitely broken there, Alton. The whole lot just yeah. snapped off down the bottom. That's right. You'll be right, mate. Don't don't push too don't push it too hard. You're gonna punch a hole in it. Jesus. Now turn around, and get speared. <laughs> gore, gore, gore. And I'll so say we're going to like, um, see Edge for the rest of the night, do we? He just comes out and says, no, yeah. you're a crazy bastard and leaves. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he called him a whining, crying little bitch and then left. That's right. So. <laughs> yep. He's going for the spear here, isn't he? Well, here we go. Look at this. He's bouncing off that bottom rope, Jesus, with his <laughs> ass. This feels great. Oh, oh, look at that. Counter. Up and over. He is a, again. People go, oh, how does he do that? He's a veteran. Mm. He knows what to do. Again, you're around. He's been 1999. He's been going probably earlier. Well, this was that time when Orton actually did that split. The splits in the air. It was yes. this meme that went around where he jumped yes. up, did a big splits, and started celebrating to the crowd. And people were like, what the hell? Where did that come from? Yeah, so there is there. He he jumped so high he touched both his. Hands to yeah. his toes. I can't even do that. I can't even do that in real life. I can't give, it a, give it a go now. Put the mic no down. Hop up. Nope. No, I will not. <laughs> all, all this clutter. Help. I'm just going to watch the show from the ground, guys. I'm just going to lay on the ground. <laughs> I see your partner head popping. You all right? Yeah, I'm all good. <laughs> no, my partner would not give a shit. <laughs> no. She's got oh, ne- she's got shit. Netflix on. She's in the other room. She's got her headphones on. Does not give a shit. I told her tonight. I said I'm podcasting tonight. She goes, mm-hmm. yep, all right. See you later. So good, cool. She one match up. <laughs> I love my wife. I, I'll just wife. I'll just pick my, my stuff girl. back up. I'll just pick me stuff back up. Well, okay. Where I'm currently sitting is our desk together. You know, this is for her our office. So I'm basically using her stuff and my stuff together. So basically, if I break anything, 
you know, or something gets damaged, I'm in the shit. So I'm best to be behaving myself by not touching my toes. <clears throat> so next month, guys, when we do a show, Alan will do it. He'll go outside, set up his phone. <laughs> I'm going outside. It's cold <laughs> down here, mate. Jesus. One match I will say I would love to do, maybe even the event, guys, even next year, was the pay-per-view bragging rights had Randy Orton, John Cena, 60-minute anything-goes Iron Man match for the WWE title. What year? Uh, 2009, I believe. Sounds good. I think it was either 9 or 10, but I remember it was just a crazy, like, 60 minutes of, like, chairs. <laughs> I think at one point, Cena even gets tied up to the ring post and just smashed with the Singapore cane repeatedly. Cool. Yeah, I think it was 9, yeah, because that was the crazy Orton was 09. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. God. Whoop. I hear voices in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Is Orton busted here? I think yeah, he's, he's, uh, his forearm, he's, his elbow. I think he hit the monitor. Just sit on the chair, mate. Just sit on the chair. You'll be all right. <laughs> that did not look... That did not look nice. That looked mm. like it hurt. Well, they finally got to go through it because all of those RKOs back at Money in the Bank, the table didn't break. That's <laughs> right. Any of them, so. Look at this. Oh, oh. He hit the monitor. His lower back hit the monitor. It's like you've got to tell the Spanish announce team or even the announcers next to them just to slowly start taking them out. Like, so when we do the spot, we don't have to do it, or at least you've moved them a little bit so we can at least know when we do the spot, they're not still in. Yeah. And yeah. move them right away. <laughs> like, put it away. Orton looks like he's in serious pain there. Well, I thought he hit the, the, the chair of the, the leg of the chair. Because if maybe. you see where it was sitting, I thought maybe his back, you know, his lower back hit the actual um, the leg. Look at that. Look at that. He's taking real breath. He's probably winded himself hard. Hmm. Here to having the chat with um, Christian there. A lot of people in the crowd tonight wearing CM Punk shirts. Yeah, the stars, eh? Red star. Oh, is that the? Got that was they called it the the kill switch, didn't it? Yeah. But as we knew back in the day, it was called the Unprettier, wasn't it? Well, supposedly it went through like I heard it went through three names. It was the the Unprettier. And then someone said on social media, no, it was called the I'm Prettier at some point. He was calling it the I'm Prettier, which I don't ever recall that being called that. The kill switch, I remember. I think that was during the invasion time. Mm, Probably. Yeah. Yeah, because when he went to TNA, it was the Unprettier. They didn't call it kill switch, I don't think, from memory, when he was there the first time. So, (laughs) Justin Ross, yes, sir, I'll get up. And, like, to think, too, like, this is after Christian was ECW champion, which was in 2010. And then, what, for 06, 7, 8, that's when he was in TNA, you know, doing stuff there as the NWA champion. But he was, yeah, the second last ECW champion, what, losing it to Ezekiel Jackson. That's right. Yeah, on the final ECW on Sci-Fi the week before NXT started. Ooh, concerto, yeah. eh? Orton's meant to be laying on it with his face down. You don't want to do that because you'll crush his skull, his face. Orton looks very happy to lay down. Yeah. 
<laughs> Tell me when to move, mate. Yeah, just, just <laughs> smash my fucking face in, mate. Oh, my. Yep. That's why they wanted him to face that way. <laughs> what did he do? I missed it. Spat on him. Oh. And then realised. Like, just a really big one just spat the right down on his face. I thought he was going to throw that then. I thought he was going to throw the chair oh. in his face. I could taste it. This is where we get crazy Orton now. Oh. That was good. That was cool. Look the face. <laughs> it looks like he's been, he got shot and killed. Like someone took him out and they sniped him. Oh, here we go. Got to get him in the ring. He's heard that voice is in my head. What do they say? Or what do the voices say? Hey, Randy, why don't you just fuck him up with a couple of bins, mate? <laughs> Get some bins out, mate. Just fuck him up, mate. He spat on you, and he probably says something about your mum. Okay. Brings me back to these memories of a match that Rhino had with Christian in TNA. I think it was Bound for Glory. They had a street fight where, like, Christian covered Rhino in, like, three tables, a bin, chairs, kendo stick, and then just smashed it repeatedly with a steel chair <laughs> before pushing it out of all the way and got the pin. Just covered Rhino in all the tables and all the weapons. Well, that's one way to keep the man beast down, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, you want to take down the big dude. Uh, pole driver. <laughs> Jesus. Mankind style. Hell yeah. Look, give your head or, down uh, there, boy. Keep your head there, boy. Keep your head there, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. When I think of the uh, pole driver, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yep. The pole driver on the still stairs, I think of Triple H doing it to The Rock in the um, oh, Iron judgment. Man match. Hmm. And The judgment Rock Day split him. cut yeah. himself above his headline and just started pissing blood. Nasty, nasty shit. That was a great matchup too. Look at this batter up. Now we're going to school, boy. <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. It's broken. It's broken it. Yep, just let me get another one. He's looking around for the other one. That's good, actually, of Randy, because he's like, I don't want to hurt you. For real. I'm going to actually... Well, like, Sam would keep using it until it fully just kept snapping and just kept going with it. All the yeah. flakes are coming out. And... Uh-oh. <laughs> well, at least it put a dent in it. Yeah. It's a target. It's the sharing but caring. Lining up, guys. And oh. Christian for actually having his hand on it because he knew where to land. Yeah. Awesome. And this is entertaining shit right here. And they know how to entertain us. Oh, what? He's got blood on his stump. Where did he get that from? Probably what the kindo stick, you reckon, or the bin? If it was cut, if he like actually folded or see how it looks sharp there on the side. Yeah, yeah. With the landing, possibly. What the hell? These guys are kicking it, beating the shit out of each other. Hey, boys, is in my head. RKO here on the stairs. Or not? Denied. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, Look at that, man. Flipping beautiful. <laughs> Counter Here we go. Come Let's on. get a new, new champion. 
Yeah, give it a clap. I like that one. Great matchup. Entertaining. Mm. Entertaining as F. And this was the end of their rivalry now. They didn't, the feud really stopped. I believe on SmackDown, Mark Henry was the next one in line for a title shot. Cool. Yeah, because the next pay-per-view after this was, I think it was Vengeance was the next one that happened after this. Night of Champions. Um, it was Night of Champions, it was. It was a Night of Champions, was it? Was yeah, Vengeance, yes, it... what, after that then? No, it was Hell in a Cell after uh, Night of Champions. And then so after, Vengeance must have been October then. Vengeance, it was. It, yep, yeah. it was after Hell in a Cell. Because I always confuse Henry winning because Henry's on the poster of Vengeance, I believe. Yes, he is, he is. But I think at Night of Champions, he won the World Heavyweight title by just cleanly beating Randy Orton to become, yeah. what, to win his first World Heavyweight title. Just trying to find his name. Thank yeah, you, that's right. you, uh, Booker T there. It was on like a neckbone dog. Hmm. Yeah, foot booty. Foot booty. <laughs> As his brother would say, I never realised that then that both the Harlem Heat have been commentary dudes. I just yeah. realised that that for for the life of me, you know, you had Stevie Ray on Thunder back in the day, and now Booker T for some time, Ducky Ducky Quack Quack. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the next, yeah, nine of champions, um, Orton would face Mark Henry. Yeah, the championship match. Was Christian on that card? Let's have a look. See, I don't think he was. <clears throat> um, no, nope, no Christian. Hmm. So he drops the world belt, but doesn't appear the next month. Probably took some time off. He he got beat up here. Look, he's look, he came and walk. Victory no, great is matchup. sweet. Very nice. Just well, just in the... time for the main event, do you want to yes. have some game talk? Sure, if you'd like. No probs. What have you been playing? I've uh, been playing a lot more of the Fortnite. I unlocked the Superman skin in the game. And I also unlocked the Wonder Woman skin, so I now have the the Trinity. Oh, nice! On, uh, in the game, so I have Batman, of course, and I have Superman, of course, and Wonder Woman. Mm, cool. Um, other than that, just been sort of live streaming every now and again too, you guys. You can find me. It's all under all lowercase Roscoe Bos- uh, Roscoe underscore Bosco eighty four. So you can find me. Um, on there, I stream every now and again. Uh, I think I did the other week. I went up and I did a screen. I actually did a stream for about an hour, and I just entitled it "Watch Me Get Carried." Watch me get yeah. That was basically <laughs> yeah. Watch me get carried by randoms. Um, so it was fun. That's been that's been really about it. I've been playing the more of the Pokemon. Sword and Shield game. I have the uh, Shield game. Uh, sorry, no, I have Sword. Pokemon Sword. My son's been really getting into that. He's learning more and more how to play Pokemon and using what's the best Pokemon to use, when's the time to boost them, when's the time to you know, evolve them as well too. Um, 
that's and you really got, been and about you got it. that new Pokemon game coming out too. I think in a couple of months, isn't it, or something I saw recently? Yes, there is a couple of new ones. Um, trying to keep that, see how we go with it. Again, I haven't even finished off uh, Pokemon Sword properly yet, so I want to get 100% on that. A little bit of fun is talking about that too, talking about trying to get, you know, I know you're a, a guy who likes to get 100% in games. My partner and I are making it a mission to play Star Wars Lego, Lego Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and we are so close to getting 100% in that game alone. Um, it's pretty much the only game my partner will play is the Lego game, so mm. type of style games. Uh, I mean, not really for like first person shooters and stuff like that, but it's the one game she really enjoys. So we're making it a mission. So keep an eye on my socials, guys, because when we crack that at 100, you people will know. And I noticed yeah. that today, <clears throat> just before I came in here, my son was saying, oh, Uncle Alan was playing the game before. He saw you pop up on the on the friends list there. And I said, they're the only Carly's playing too. I said, they're either probably doing it together or Quinton's probably there watching them play. So, <clears throat> oh, Well, we've got a bit, bit of a hallway action here. So just because just before I come out, can, you, can I get a quick handy? And the camera guy is zooming in from a far distance, eh? Brazzers. <laughs> Don't mind me. Yeah. Come on, Hunter, tuck the top in. Referee's tucked their top in. I know, But again, this is Hunter here when he's not he's not on the roids here. He's dropped a little bit, has he? That's why he's not tucked it in. Well, I wanted to wrestle, but they wouldn't let me, so I'll just ref it, eh? I'll just ref it. <clears throat> That's a shit Triple H. <laughs> I hate that. It's like 99 Triple H, just with a shirt on. Yeah, but it looks like <laughs> a friggin' Z. It looks like a guy from Foot Locker. Can I help you today, sir? What type of shoes are you looking for? <laughs> what about you? What games have you been playing? Uh, probably still in Need for Speed Heat, getting into that. But I discovered a game that I didn't even know I had for free on EA Sports on my membership, was um, Titanfall 2. Oh, and nice. yes. that's a really awesome game. I probably only played an hour before, and it's to me, reminds me a lot of Rage 2, which I love, the open world map. The gameplay, most first-person shooters, same control scheme. You know, R1, grenade, you know, L2, aim, R2, shoot, duck is crouch, you know, always circle. Like, everything's very similar. Like, you could pick it up. You may not have played Titanfall 1. You don't need to. It tells you the backstory. Cool. Really good game. You can wall run, triple jump, like, great slow motion scenes. You can actually get inside the Titan and actually control a Titan, like, robot and just nuke everything, blow it up, and it's a really good game. It's got multiplayer, which I probably won't check out, but Titanfall 2, I'm like, yep, okay, I'm dedicating my time to you. That's what I'm playing. Um, I also... have I have that in my library, but mm. I have not downloaded it myself. Yeah. So if you're reviewing it here, that sounds like I would like... I, I might... It's in my library, so I should probably re-download it and play it. It wasn't that big. I think it's about maybe 30-plus gigabytes yeah, on base, yeah. but I yep. think that's all. But it's really, really good. Um, and probably something else. I was playing Battlefield 5 for a little bit, and then I thought, oh, I might just put Battlefield 1 in and just do Battlefield 1. So that installed this morning, I think, but I haven't played it yet because the kids are around, and I thought I'll probably yep. do it tomorrow. But Battlefield 1, I'm keen. I think the campaign's not too long. That's probably what I'll probably play it for is just the campaign. I probably won't jump into, you know, multiplayer and do that stuff. But 
I thought I've got all these games I've bought or downloaded that I never played. It's like, well, just do it. Just I want to complete my list that I have, then get into new games. But they're probably my main ones that I've I've been kind of into. So yeah, that's it. If I could give you one thing, I know the game will take you forever to download because it's such a huge game, and that's the Call of Duty um, Advanced. Oh, sorry, yeah, Modern Warfare. Mm. Play that for the campaign because that get that campaign is like. Uh, nightmare fuel mm-hmm. it's very especially what's going on right now in the world where we are going, yeah. where current, what's currently going on I don't really want to talk on it but what is going currently on in the world right now it's becoming very nightmare fuel nightmare mm-hmm. fuel and you can tell like there is a new COD game coming out very soon but it takes me back to maybe next year when they will do another COD game it's going to be during this time of the year. We're going to have a sand war, and it's going to be quite full on. Yeah, I think the one that you're talking about in Modern Warfare is the apartment scene or the house scene when you have to jump from room to room and do that stuff there. Not even I've, that. There's I've not seen even that, man. a few YouTube videos of Marines watching it and yep. saying, man, that's exactly how it's like. Like, you have to be weary of everybody in that room. And you might have to pull the trigger. If you see someone hiding something, you've got to do something to it. So it's a very realistic interpretation of what it's like as well. That, and there's a few other missions later on in the campaign. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you get a chance, you know, I would, I, you don't have to do multiplayer. I mean, multiplayer is fun, but the campaign in that game alone, whew, it will, it sticks with you. I'm just going to have a quick look to see how much size it is because I thought it was like 80 plus last time I looked. It's quite big because uh, of the. Um, but okay, it's actually the... saying it's not. It's actually saying it's only about 30 gigs. Okay, we might have to look at that. I might load it up and have a look because I still have your disc actually. So that, I'll have that's a look your. At... No, 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 that's yours. Remember, because I okay. uh, I have a digital copy of it now. Nice. Yeah. So that game is yours. All right, guys, here's our main event for the undisputed WWE Championship. John Cena, CM Punk, and our special guest referee. It's my man. It's the game, Triple H. Yeah, it's Triple H. We have a 24-minute uh, match, so you definitely know that Triple H is in the main event, and he's going to get the longest match on the card. And he's not even actually wrestling. <laughs> And from so memory, I don't think he even takes a bump, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Well, we do have a return of someone coming out tonight, don't we? What are you talking about? A big man. A big man comes tonight, doesn't he? Yes. yes. I thought you were talking not... about... I thought you were talking no. about a certain return. I thought you were talking about CM Punk's AEW debut. No, no, no. I'm talking about in this match, we have a return of a big man. Yeah, we can talk about that after it's done because I read, I was reading up about that feud and it still makes no sense to me. Like, even why it happened and where it got to, and it was weird. It, so. it was just an it was just an excuse to bring him back. He yeah. just wanted, he was ready to come back and he wanted to make some time and hell, you know, go. He's a he's a lifer. He's one of those guys who's been around for a very long time. Mm. Here he comes, a cult of personality, eh? What did you think when you heard that drop at Rampage, Ella, a few Fantastic. weeks Fantastic. I'm so happy that he had the song because he actually yeah. has the rights to, the, to use this song. Um, I would like to, next year, do the uh, Money in the Bank um, 
pay-per-view where we yeah. can watch him win the championship and watch him leave with the championship. Because I remember we were watching this, I think, live, and I think Twitter was just in its early days of its existence when this was happening. And they remember he took a photo of the Spinner Championship in his fridge. Mm. <laughs> and he put it up on social media. And like, hang on, what is going on here? Because at that time, we all thought, like, he is legit leaving WWE and going maybe to ROH or some other company. Because, again, there was not really big-name companies. I mean, mm. yes, there was ROH. Yes, there was New Japan. But they weren't as big as they are now, what they are now. But it was just like, oh, where's he going? And it was, you know, a couple well, of when times. He... <clears throat> When he did the pipe bomb, he named them. He said, yes, he you know, did. If, when I win the championship, I might go and defend it in Ring of Honor. Hell, yep. I might even go wrestle in New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's right. So he mentioned them by name, and that's where I think people think, oh, is this some deal we're going to get between the two? Will he actually do that? And yeah. Hell no. Didn't happen. WWE has their, um, oh, this is my ball, and I'm not sharing with anybody. Hmm. Look at that. It just stands in right in front of him. What's up, Paul? <laughs> Very cool. And I think they actually would eventually face off. It uh, might be on your notes if you've got it there for the next event. Night of Champions, I think they went one-on-one. Yep, Or it may have even been another match or a tag match or something they had as well. But, yeah. No, no, it was the main event. Okay. Yeah, Triple H versus CM Punk and then no disqualification match. Triple H, if Triple H was to lose... He would re- resign as the COO of the WWE. Mm. 24 minutes, 10 seconds. Yeah. Longest match on the card for Mr. Hunter, Hearst Helmsley. Well, he became the COO because he was the one that fired Vince McMahon. We saw that after, during the, yeah. the, the, the package here. And he, yeah. Vince McMahon cried. He had a pink suit on and left. <laughs> yeah, some pink purple jacket and off I go. So, yeah. And then we, at the Hell in the Cell, we had Alberto De Rio versus Punk versus John Cena in a triple threat Hell in the Cell match for mm. the championship. And I think that was actually maybe one of the only, if only, triple threat Hell in the Cell matches before. And very interesting here too, the um, dark match for the Hell in the Cell of 2011. Daniel Bryan versus JTG. Really? Yeah, Daniel Bryan, two months from now, wasn't even on the main card. Well, I think there was some notes with this show. I think they said, when I was reading up, and I think it was maybe IMDB, this was Daniel Bryan's first singles match on a pay-per-view in eight months at this event at SummerSlam. So he must have wrestled maybe No Way Out or Elimination Chamber or something. But this match here was his first match in eight months. And then the so, thing next month, he's also on the pre-show. He's on the pre-show and at the Night of Champions as well. Yeah. Against Heath Slater. Hmm. Well, I think he cashed in. I think he cashed in either TLC in December or he cashed in in January. Because he was world champion at Royal Rumble. Because well, he took on Henry and Big Show. As Vengeance 2011, he had a match against Wade Barrett in a dark match before mm. the match. 
Right. Yeah, the, so it's for. Let's check out the Survivor series. Where was our boy here? Um, he was. Wasn't even on the card. Right. <laughs> so but we're going to give you a briefcase, but you won't be using it for quite a long time. So we're just going to keep you off uh, pay-per-views until we need you to use it. But the dark match for Survivor Series 2011 was Santino Morella versus Jinder Mahal. Right. So Jinder was there back at that time. But let's not forget that the main event was John Cena and The Rock versus The Awesome Truth. Mm. The punk clapping him. Yep. Just. Did you see that side of the crowd there? Get lost, Cena. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Just nice and clear, nice and colourful, so you see it up the front there. Straight to the point. Punk power. Uh, Daniel Bryan was not at the TLC 2011. But did he cash in, though, that night? Let's have a look. I think he cashed in on the Big Show Henry matchup. Yep, sorry. Uh, Yes, he did. He went against, he defeated the Big Show. And he cashed the money in the bank, and he beat him in seven seconds. Mm. Seven. Yeah, he held the belt all the way to WrestleMania the following year, where Sheamus beat him in like ten seconds. Yeah, I remember we had the boys over for that during the day, yeah. and we all sat down. We had our drinks ready, you know, we had our food ready, and then um, Bang gets kicked in the face. He gives uh, AJ a kiss, and boom. Ah. <laughs> gets kicked in the face and uh, loses his championship and we're like what the fuck happened what I hope you win this man okay (laughs) I don't want Punk here anymore because he sucks alright here we go what's on the clock what was it again 24 we are uh, yes it is 24 minutes and 14 seconds That's been and a great are... show from top to bottom. What have you enjoyed so far that we covered? I would have to say the opening contest was fantastic in that six-man tag match. Um, didn't really dig on the Mark Henry um, Sheamus match because it ended with a bloody count-out finish on pay-per-view. But sorry to Kelly Kelly, Eve, uh, Eve Torres and Beth Phoenix and Natalia, I didn't really even watch that match at all. Same with Bray Wyatt. It's not Bray Wyatt. Wade Barrett and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that was a good match. Randy Orton and Christian was fantastic. And this match, you know, is going to be good because it's Punk and Cena. Mm. You know, these guys know how to entertain. Because I think when he actually beat him at Money in the Bank, and they probably would have showed it in the package, I think it was a clean pin. Like, he didn't yeah. use a belt, he just actually out-wrestled him cleanly and binned him, one, two, three. Well, we also saw during that match, too, that um, John Laurinaitis and Vince McMahon came out to ringside, mm. and then when Cena had um, Punk in the STF, Vince is telling the to ring the bell. You know, we're mm. going back to it, we're rehashing the 1997 screw job that happened to Bret Hart, and... 
pretty much Vince tells uh, Lauren Ice to go down to the ring and Cena then stops the move and then clocks Lauren Ice in the head and stops him mm. from ringing the bell and that was his downfall. Because I think that's the moment what's... he rolled in, that's when he got picked up and yeah, dropped with the GTS. Yep. Well, here they go. Let's go, seeing that Cena sucks. So what do you think of Punk versus Darby, eh? Coming up at All Out a couple of weeks. Could be interesting. Hmm. Um, I see Punk winning. Yeah. But I see Darby Allen like, brutalising himself for mm-hmm. it. But it's also heard that, say, that CM Punk said he wanted to wrestle more. He wants to be more guys on the roster that he, that he wants to take on. Like, he wants to take on the Lucha Bros. He mm. wants to take on um, Jungle Boy. He wants to take on Christian Cage. He wants to take on all these guys that, you know, we've never seen before, which would be kind well, of cool. Well, yeah, you think of the opportunities. What, Punk Cody Rhodes, you know, Punk Christian, Punk Brian Cage, Punk MJF, you know, yes, Punk but, Malachi Black. Yes, yes, big time. I hear Cody Rhodes and I'm just like, shh. It's time for you to lay down, Highlander. You've done enough. Go home well, and beat did, that. He did. He did. He quit. Good. Alan, how dare you? Yeah, he went to hang up his boots and Malachi kicked him in the face. You listen up here. Me and my friends are young bucks, all right? We're going to come over to you and we'll super kick you. Super kick party, all right? Fuck you. Fuck your hat. Fuck your shirt. <laughs> Fuck your microphone. Fuck that guitar behind you. Play you a song. <laughs> My name is Tom, and I suck dick at everything. <laughs> is that the chorus or the riff, or what's the? That's the opening. <laughs> just kick straight into it, eh? This goes for six minutes of just constantly of that of you strumming, going, trying to do Highway to Heaven. Fuck. And the stage in the five to heaven. Oh, it's three in the morning. We're trying to sleep. You shut up, son. I'm trying to find a highway to heaven. Stairway <laughs> to heaven. Shit, I dropped my pick. Where's it going? That's all right. I'll use a bread. Use a piece of bread um, plastic that you use to wrap up the bread. <laughs> oh. I'll put a peg over it so it doesn't. It's okay. So it'll keep it fresh. Do a couple of turns and a little knot. Here's a random question for you. you got a dishwasher at home, right? Mm. Broken, right. broken at the moment, though. But, yeah. All right. Well, okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> fuck, do you want me to say that? It broke, L. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Forks. You put the fork down, or do you put the fork standing up or upside down? Well, we, on our one, we don't have one of those holders that you, you put them into. We have an actual proper lay-down section for it, for a cutlery. Oh, it's fancy, are you? Yeah. Fuck you. But if you were to ask me if we did have one of those cutlery holders, I would most likely put it downwards into it with the point yeah. end. Yeah, Why? You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Why? People that do that, they're idiots. And if I'm calling out people there that are like that, I, um, two words for you. Suck it. Okay. So. What's your argument, yeah, though? Keep the forks up. It's safe. 
just get them out. Get them yeah. out easier when you... Sorry? Do you know why they go in upside down, though? They don't go in upside down. You have them facing up, so they're easier to grab when you're taking them out and then putting no, no, them back. No, no, no. But do you know why they want you to put it the other way? They don't, because they're going to get stuck. No. The reason why they want you to put it in there, if the fork is dirty when you place it in, if you put yeah. it inside the holder and the soap gets in there, yeah. if you have it the other way, all the, it, all it the food... It gets cleaner. Would, no, all the food would wash... It gets cleaner. The, it would wash into the drain and not work. It would block the drain. We'll clean the drain. That's where there's the main thing to do. No, That's no. probably the reason why you broke it. No. You don't talk you had, about you, you had, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. You have the knives down. Listen here, Mike. Yeah, I know we've got a fantastic match going over here, and you, you and I are discussing about forks. You're fucking, you brought it up, mate. So. Yeah, and I know I'm right, and you're wrong. Well, if I go to your house after COVID, I'm going to purposely put my fork inside the, that thing. You do there. that, and I'll grab the fork, and I'll stab you in the eye. I don't care if there's a piece of cake on that. <laughs> Berry? <laughs> Berry. <laughs> well, what cake do you fucking eat, then? Chocolate? Fucking berry cake. What's wrong with you? Is it gluten-free, though? Just this question. No. Because <laughs> I, I don't want that coursing through my veins after you throw a fork at my head, so... Oh, I'm stabbing right in the goddamn eye, mate. Jesus, that yeah. one. All right? So don't come over here with your dog shit argument by going, um, I believe it's a uh, fork down. Okay? Well, what, why bring it up? You just want an argument. You just want to start an argument. Just a question, mate. I don't know if you're taking as much offence to it. Maybe that's all about you. Maybe you've got the problem. Yeah, but you know, when I said my reason, when I said my reasoning, though, you got a lucky. I'll tell you to suck it, mate. Like you get, listen to the other side of the story, though. Rather that's all I'm saying. Because I always know the answer is me, and that is correct. I'm correct. Everyone else is wrong. Oh, hear that, guys? Hear that? Tweet him. Everyone, tweet this guy over here, Alan Ross eighty four on Twitter. Yeah, I'll have a discussion. I'm right. I'm going to go and you, find another people about the forks now. So, Go for it. Mm. You know you're wrong. <laughs> find the article. Shit, I won't send it to him, though. Don't send it to him. Don't tell I him. Like, I felt uncomfortable <laughs> about this. This was a mistake. Go, hey, I'm Tom, how do you go with the article? Send it through when you find it. I, I just... I, I, uh, <laughs> I avoid the chat the whole time. Don't look at the chat. The whole chat. time. <laughs> Maybe he'll forget about it. I'll tweet him a new tweet. I'll just over just not acknowledge his last text and send another tweet. Oh shit, he blocked me. <laughs> I got blocked by everyone now, guys. Sucks. Here's a question watching this one. Seen a face, seen a heel. Cena's the face. I've never re- I remember he when he was the rapper. The mm. vanilla rice, um, you know, ripoff. He was better as a, he was okay, but I prefer him being the super Cena. It's great. It's entertaining. Puts money in the bank. You know, everyone loves it. Everyone comes to it and just go, this is fantastic. Mm. It makes money. Cena is Mellow is money. You know, it just makes that dollar dollar bling. Yeah, yeah, ducky quack quack. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, you think that Universal Championship belt, like that spinner that we, you know, people don't like, that made a lot of money. Like, in the end, if it's making money, it's making money. So we're going to keep <laughs> putting that belt up there. Why would we go, oh, it's, it's it's making us money, but people don't like the look of it, so we're going to change it back. Because it's making that money. Because it's making that money. You know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. That's what yeah. I'll say. 
fuck yeah, back. Mm-hmm. You know what? From now on, we're just going to do hour and a half shows to stop this shit. Good. Always picking fights. You chose Good. this show, goddammit. You know, chose this show and you wanted it. So you sit there for the three days that we're doing the show for <laughs> and you cut out the behavior with me. I will not because like, this is a great match and I'm very much enjoying this time of the podcast with you. But if you're going to be a negative Nelly, okay, that's on you. I'm negative because you're stirring the fucking pot. Stop stirring yes, shit. Why are you swearing for? Just because I'm annoyed at you. Just you talk just to me it. properly. Don't disrespect me. I'm your brother, yeah. goddammit. Oh, okay. You're taking the Lord's name in vain now, are you? Okay, just calm down, okay? It's the place of the Lord. Royals. Call me Queen B. That's the move right there. I want to do that move to you right there on camera like that. You just slam me down well, like you, that. You, you try, little man. <laughs> Jump up, Al. Help me. I'll just turn around just punch you in the dick. Just dead weight, not not lifting. Come on, oh, Alan, help. I, hell no. I ain't don't, helping you. Don't sandbag me. Come on, Alan, help. You have to lift me. You have to lift me. Strong man style. What are you doing? Come looking at the thing. Um, well, what, what, what are you laughing at? Oh, nothing, mate. Hunter's tucking the shirt in. Go, Hunter. Come on. Tuck that shirt. Do it for death. <laughs> make, make it official. Come on. Oh, mate. Yeah. Well, at least he's got the earpiece in. So he's, yeah. he's, he's talking to someone in the back. Jeez. Oh, kicking the face. Very nice. Sin non sell. You can't see me. Listen to the chorus of booze. Can they hate him, eh? Oh, yeah. There is a... Oh, fuck. That kick, that knee in the face. What, what's... Look at... Oh, wait a minute. No, STFU. I must say, it was, it was weird actually seeing Cena okay, get you, though, when he did come back recently. Like, actually yes. hearing the crowd cheering him, you're like, where are we? What's happened? <laughs> what, what year are we? Is because... We, as wrestling fans, have been so sort of deprived of mm-hmm. big wrestling, and now it's finally back, and now we get Cena. We get back, you know. And again, he, you couldn't bring him back during the um, the Thunderdome time. You need a crowd for yeah. Cena. Yeah, that's one of the things I think we talked about when the Thunderdome first started. It's like someone took made a Twitter account where they put up different photos where what if these big moments in history were only done in front of the Thunderdome with no crowd? And one of them was Rock Hogan, WrestleMania 18. Like, what that would have looked like with no one there. Yep. Like, that moment needs people. You yes. had to have be in the arena watching that in Canada, you know, watching that WrestleMania main event where the fans flipped and Hogan became the star and what got him like an 18-minute ovation, what, the next day on Raw and standing ovation, I would say. And he had to go back and get his red and yellow. Mm. You know, they couldn't have him in the in the in the black in the in, in the white and black. You know, a headlock pin. You got some wrestling here, guys. Hmm. Boy, it, oh, it's a great counter. Look at that transition. It's almost like the maneuver. Just, uh, just the overselling, the yelling. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like it's causing him more pain than the opponent. Oh, Cena has to scream. That's Cena's style. I must scream! <laughs> super Saiyan. To what I'm saying? Yeah, he's got a Super Saiyan. You have to. We are at two, uh, two hours and 31 15, guys. 
you're going to say, two hours fifteen, and Hunter's shirt is still not tucked still in. Still not tucked in. Fucking lazy. <laughs> Tom's still for it. Well, it's weird actually seeing Triple H with hair, like long hair at this time. Because, like, pretty shortly he would shave it all short and then literally shave it to nothing. Yeah, he, he came to terms with it. Then, you know, that he's like, well, I'm going to go bald and I'm going to go bald gracefully. <laughs> Take the... Oh. Yeah, he, he looks good bald. Trip, uh, Shawn Michaels, not so much. Yeah, he looks like uh, Nick Gage. <laughs> You put Nick Gage and Shawn Michaels in a mat, in a in a in a room together. You're like, hang on, which one? I'm seeing four crusties here. <laughs> it's actually three crusties. I made a mistake there, guys. I apologise. Mm. I was going to say something, but I thought I won't make fun of him because I don't want to make fun of people on a podcast. Oh, okay. You still talking? Are you? <laughs> Turn the microphone off, Tom. It'll be alright. Oh, Fine. don't do that. Or what? Well, turn um, off my microphone. I'm not yeah. turning it off. I'm not turning it off. You turn yours off. Um, how, right. do you do how do you do it? <laughs> oh. Come on, end, get them both in. End recording, is that it? It's, just stop <laughs> recording, give up on podcasts. We've had enough. Yeah, just get back in the ring, you guys. Come on. I like it. No referee does this. Good. Just a little, just a quick pedigree to chuck him in. Yep, there we go. Dan, it's just pedigree, pedigree both, so I feel good about myself. Cover them both and then count his own fall. I win two belts. Just lays the um, referee shirt down. One, two, three. Wins the championship. That's the end. Good night, everyone. Fuck off. <laughs> the crowd's like, what the hell just happened the f- there? <laughs> yep. Well, it's again like the time that uh, RVD won the championship from John Cena with uh, not the referee counting but Paul Heyman and that got the win because you know yeah. wrestling you're not an official yes I am okay cool yes. uh, I'm, I'm uh, Paul Heyman oh yeah okay you're a manager aren't you aren't you a, weren't you a former GM on Smackdown yeah but I can count one two three watch me <laughs> yeah which is in the archives guys yeah one of my one of my favourites I would say it's a good one. It's a good one. Jesus Christ. Seen it with a drop kick. Look at that. He did. He went like Bob Holly style. Yeah. Okay, Jerry. Triple H slipped. I don't, know what, I don't know what Triple H slipped on the rope. He just, his hand slid right off the top rope. Yeah, he couldn't believe that. Am I seeing that right? <laughs> Jerry Lawyer saying, saying that was the best drop, drop kick he's ever seen. Right. You haven't seen many drop kicks then, King, if you think that's the best. Remember when Jerry Lloyd started doing drop kicks? Who would you say is the best drop kick? Of all time? Yeah. Probably uh, Hardcore Holly. Mm. He or El Snow. Uh, probably Daniel Bryan. I like Randy Orton. He does a good one. Yeah. When he, when he was yeah. younger. Yeah. When he was the Randall Orton part of Evolution. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Even Jungle Boy's got a good drop kick too. He's got a good yeah. one. Yeah. I think, as you said, Holly's one always stood out because he used to get a great lift up before he, he got some height. Yeah. I don't know if the Young Bucks do anything like that, but again, when they come on my TV, I walk in the other room <laughs> and enjoy my life. 
Oh, young bucks, eh? So yeah, just yeah, pretty much that's what I do. <laughs> young bucks where, where, where I where I turn up the volume, so it's start licking the screen for some reason. Oh man. But I dress myself up like a young buck, take a selfie like we're all together. Hey guys, I met the, I met the young bucks today. That's your television. <laughs> Shut up. You can see the reflection of me taking the selfie. See my arm on the side. <laughs> you got your missus to take a photo for you in front of a television. Bub, just do oh, this for me, please. Jesus Christ, what a knee to the head. Oh, see, it look like he dropped like he died. Jesus, he loves those knees. Yeah. It is his forte. Everyone's standing up too. Yeah, they know like that. Front row. We're coming towards the end. What do you reckon no. about Punk? Do you reckon Punk will be the one to dethrone Omega? No. Mm. No. No. Um, no, I don't think so. Maybe um. Moxley might need some time back off and he'll come back and maybe get the win again. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't see and then it'd be awesome to see Punk as champion. But because um, I would imagine some of the competitive matches he's going to be having. I just realised that the tall gentleman with the CM Punk t-shirt in the in the corner of the of the camera is the same guy that CM Punk was next to where he blew the kiss to. That's pretty cool. To um, Vince McMahon, he's mm. he's there tonight. And it was cool that Cena referenced that. Remember recently in the feud with Roman Reigns, where he said that, you know, I'll take the belt, I'm going to jump that guardrail, and I might even blow you a kiss on the way out. People are, and then you hear a lot of guys in the crowd go ooh mm. when you hear it. When you hear a crowd go ooh, it's like that's a reference from the old <clears> days. <throat> Well, they actually think that CM Punk's teasing eventual signees to AEW because he came out on his ring boots or his shoes he was wearing. You um, froze on me, bro. What's that? You just froze on me. You had the uh, face. Sorry, you were saying? One thing they were saying, on his recent shoes that he was wearing on both the Rampage yes. show, one said BW, yes. could be Bray Wyatt, and yes. another one said AC for Adam Cole. Was it poor quality connection switch to audio only? All right, we're going to turn my camera off. Him with the AA. This is it. Oh. Look at the face. Ducky, ducky, quack, quack. Oh. God's sake. <laughs> I know it's been done, but I'm just going to keep bloody doing it. <laughs> Sam looks pierced. He looks worried. <laughs> Hunter, we're meant to get him out of here. Come on. What are we doing? Fast count him. Come on. What do you want? Tell me there was two. Come on, Hunter. Tuck that top in. Be official. Come on. Nah. He's the rebel. He's he's adjusting the belt, though. It's like he wants to do it. He just won't do it. Yeah. He, plus, you know, Hunter is not going to the school of like how Vince McMahon was when he was the referee between Stone Cold Steve in Boston and uh, the dude love. Jesus. Here we go. Oh, oh shit, that looks like that hurt. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. 
Yeah. You look like you hurt his knee too. Yeah, he's clutching it. Yep. Senior's probably got a melon head, so that didn't help. Or the look on his face. It's like Cena's got a big boil on his back there. See down the bottom there of Cena's back. Right oh, there yeah, where the like, camera was panning, it's like a massive pimple on the bottom yeah, of the Yeah, he's back. got a blemish there. He's got a big-ass pimple there, baby. <laughs> big-ass pimple on there, that back there, baby. I was waiting for the quack-quack comment, but... Ducky quack-quack on that pimple, <laughs> baby. There we go. <laughs> I shouldn't encourage him, says Tom, but I do anyway. Look at him go. Here we go. Off to the top rope. It's the CM Punk. What are you doing? I reckon you got to go 630, eh? 630 splash, mate. Come on, take it home. Oh, yeah. Or corkscrew somersault plunger into a uh, Toyota Ford 150. <laughs> With a hint of Canadian Destroyer. With a twist <laughs> of lemon. For Ooh, you, Miss. <laughs> Sweet Maroose. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If anyone knows what that reference is, please call in. Macho Man Randy Stoll. It's a very and good album. Kicked out. Oh. Randy what, Savage. What are, they, so, yeah, so, so, what are they chanting there? And then I just heard it. Randy Savage. Randy Savage. Hmm. Just big kick the Triple H. I said, count it, goddammit. Goddammit. <clears throat> yeah, just all this uh, kicking out of uh, each other's finishes, you know. Oh, look at that. Oof. He shot him. He shot him in the heart, daddy. Cena with a kick. What the? Cena never throws kicks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he threw a, a, a right kick to the ribs. Come on, ref. Jeez, honey, he's doing it. Oh. Yeah, that's what you get. Take that. Oh my god. Seeing this temple. Here we go. Now watch the foot though on the bottom row. Yep. Anna. Anna. Blade didn't see it. His foot was on the rope, Hunter. Hmm. And this is like when I watched this recently, I'm like, oh, did they actually restart this match? Or like, how did they end up going forward? And like, they actually don't because they have their last few things that happens at the end of the show, but they didn't think, hey, let's try and restart it. Like, they just went this way out that Cena goes out losing, foot yep. on the rope, so he still keeps some of his strength going into it. But it was like, oh, okay. To go from beating him clean at Money in the Bank and then to have this happen, it's like, oh, it's a bit, bit of a blemish on the record there. Yep, it's like a blemish on the back of Satan's back. <laughs> He's telling him there, yeah, Triple H, you missed it. I didn't see your foot on the rope, man. What are you talking about? He said, I didn't see your foot. Your foot was there. Yeah, my other leg. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw your other foot. What, you have that two? Was... You have... <laughs> what did you get two feet? What? Be careful of that strap there. I thought it was going to hit King in the, in the face there. Jesus. <laughs> just <laughs> cracks. Knocks the wig off. Just cracks him in the face. My toupee. My crown. <laughs> Look out. No, hurt my crown in the face, please. 
If Cena wins, we riot. If Cena loses, I riot. Okay, yellow shirt guy. Oh my good matchup. I liked it. Yep. All right. Now turn the. All right. Say good night, everyone. It's time to leave. Okay. Time to leave. Why are we still aren't going on for four minutes, guys? What's going on? Because we're going to get we're going to get the Hulk Hogan Yokozuna WrestleMania. Come on, give us that ending, Hunter. Go for the belt. Come on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> come on, come on. Now let's hug it out. Shake your hand. I shake your hand. All right, fine then. I'll hold your arm up. All right, fine. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, doesn't even winner. doesn't even look at him too. Fuck you, mate. <laughs> He's <laughs> Punk is looking at him too. He's like, oh, I'm watching this guy. I don't trust you. I don't trust your DTA, man. Here we go. And is there more? No, there's still another three minutes. End. Come on, where's the WWE symbol to say goodnight, everybody? All rights reserved under the court of law, blah, 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 blah. Executive producer, Eric Bischoff. Here we go. <laughs> um, head of talent relations, um, Eric Bischoff. Um, Wait a minute. Who set up the crowd? Uh, who set up the ring? Oh, my God. Coming over the guardrail. It's the wizard. It's the whiz. It's, it's, the, under, it's, it's the undertaker. Look out. Uh, oh, wait a minute. That's not taker. <laughs> wait a minute. What the hell? Look at it's this. It's cool diesel. Ducky quack quack. What's he doing in the ring now? And the jackknife powerbomb. Drops him like a bad habit. Look at the crowd. The crowd's going nuts for this too. They're loving it. Like, oh my god, why is Kevin it's, Nash It's doing like him? they're excited for that, but they're still confused. Like, we want CM Punk one. We like that. Nash is there. That's cool. But he got one of our guys, and now it's about to even shake up even more. As we look up the guardrail, we have a certain uh, Money in the Bank winner coming down now. Here we go. That air. Alberto Del Rio is coming down with the briefcase. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is happening. That's one of the hymnes, isn't it? Uh, I don't think so. You no. might be right, but I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. No. Here we go. Bang! This was huge. This was huge. Count it. One, two, three. The shiny Del wizard. Rio. <laughs> Even Triple H's like, what the hell? I look at the crowd too. Their faces are shocked. There are some cheering. There are some just like, what the hell, man? What the hell? Well, crazy thing is like this exact this exact thing with a different wrestler though happened two years later at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam That's... 2013, Brian versus Cena. Randy yep. Orton cashed in. That's um, right. Yeah, gave the contract to Triple H. He says, off you go, yep. Goes and pins, I think, Brian after another pedigree, I think, after Hunter turned yes, on Brian did. and helped him win, yeah. Yep. Alberto Del Rio. And what happened at Night of Champions? Do you have that in front of you? I think, did he take on Punk or Cena for the belt? I will give that to you right now. Having a look. I think from memory it might have been Cena because if, if Punk took on Hunter, you probably would have done Cena. In a 1732 match, John Cena versus Alberto Del Rio. And 
Cena won it by really? submission. John Cena to become WWE champion one more time. Just one main month. event. Yes, that's right. He only had it for one month. And then nine of the champions, the main event was Triple H defeated CM Punk in a no disqualification match. Well, there we go. Because if Cena, again, if Triple H lost, he would step down as the COO. There we go, guys. Well, that's it, guys. Just before we actually finish up uh, for this episode, we want to give a shout-out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts that we support, and we want you guys to support them as well. And here are their promos. Interruption in progress. Now hijacking into ANS 2.0 Immersion Rig. Now simulating the amazing nerd show. Featuring comics. (laughs) And Batman's like, you're safe here and everything, but the Joker all of a sudden pulls out a gun. And shoots himself. Movies. People fight with lightsabers. What the hell do you want? I mean, you're every. I mean, in every one of these movies, there's a lightsaber battle. Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm gonna rewatch it a million times. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Give me something more. Wrestling. That would be awesome. Oh my god, just a monster. <laughs> Fans would be like, "Holy, what the hell's going on? What happened to Jericho?" Horror. It starts off like any other like home invasion type of story, and then. It just goes crazy. And more. Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Dan. And we are the Amazing Nerd Show. Make sure to download us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee developed coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear developed blue-white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So get shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. This is Brian H. Waters here, one half of the wrestling realm. As we celebrate our 10th anniversary, we invite you to join in the celebration 
by subscribing to our YouTube channel. That's going to youtube.com slash the wrestling realm. Realm spelt with a W. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestling Realm. Like the fan page on Facebook at The Wrestling Realm. And last but certainly not least, find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Podcasts, and Anchor at The Wrestling Realm. This is Brian H. Waters signing off. Back to the broadcast podcast. All right, guys, we are back, and we're at the tail end of another great episode of the broadcast podcast. Any closing comments, Hell, before we finish up this episode? Fantastic show to go back to 2011, where a lot of shit went down, and some good shit, some bad shit, but it was all around all good times for us, your boys, your bros on the podcast. So in regards to future episodes, guys, you can download all episodes on Apple iTunes, Podbean, CastBox, and Podbean, and a range of different podcast providers. You can check out our socials on the Instagram, also on Twitter, at the broadcast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. We've got some great things coming up for this month as well. We've got some TBK vaults that we'll be giving you for the month of September. And we're also going to be catching up towards the end of the month, and we'll be announcing that show in the coming weeks. But I will say one thing. It won't be WWE. We will be doing some WCW action. So check out what that will be in future weeks. But as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment all right so full gear that happened on november 9th so it's chris jericho's rock and wrestling rager at sea yep so that's coming up uh in 2020 january yep it'll take place over four days yep let's go Al. come on let's go i'd love to the tagline, combining the worlds of rock and wrestling with a once-in-a-lifetime amazing vacation experience. I love to go. That'd be fantastic. So they'll be, docking, they'll be traveling be around the Norwegian pearls where they're traveling? To get extra fat and extra drunk and <laughs> sit around in the sun. Just podcast with, and watch wrestling. one of my balls hanging out <laughs> while wearing a very uh, skimpy... Translucent uh, Translucent shorts. But, yeah, and one testicle hanging out oh. to sit by the sun and just oh, soak man. it all up and be drunk by nine o'clock in the morning and then go watch some wrestling. It's life, man. Yep, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't come back. And we, and we would podcast while we're there, guys. Oh man! But again, you know, <clears throat> one day, guys.